0: How do you pass up the opportunity to spit blood in Joan Baez's face? Face, face, face. Dude, I'm so funny I inverted an epiglottis. Let's round up the faceless and get some pajamas! Dude, I didn't know my head was a bank. That's fucking awesome! I wanna eat so many tootsie rolls, I just shit a tire. I turned off of this towel so much it might be a surfboard. Mr. Schmidt is an entertainer, not a cool Hey what's happened to Mike Smith 40 year old boy podcast. i you know <laughs> I've been doing this fucking thing eleven years. And I still have to try to in my brain if I'm doing the right microphone technique. And I know that sounds ridiculous. And half the time that's what I'm talking to you guys about. It seems like to me every time I bring it up, I'm like, well, you always talk about this shit. But I mean, it dominates my fucking brain pan. I, I sit here and I'm sometimes I lean really you know far in, and then I watch other podcasts or shows where people got a microphone and they're leaning way the fuck back from it. And I'm like, man, is the fucking is the computer picking them up? Uh, and then I realize they're not even talking into a computer. They're not even talking to a microphone. And I'm uh, then I also realize I'm not even really watching a show. And I just made something up for an anecdote. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) How bad would that be? I've never seen anybody talking to a microphone before in my life. What the fuck? Uh, No, I, because I mean, I start, uh, usually I'm in close like this. I don't know if this is a change, if you can hear the difference, but now I want to lean back a little bit and talk. And, uh, and so then I see, you know, then look, I, I, I get it. I see the blue lines. I know what the fuck is happening. And I know I shouldn't concern myself with this nonsense. and you're going to hear me, no matter what, you're going to turn me up. You're going to turn me off. You're going to bring me up, bring me down. You're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do with me and my voice. You can go ahead and jam it deeply into your fucking skull as you want with your earbuds. Get your fucking, you know what, what was that, tweaked audio? Remember them when they were, we were selling audio, auto erotic asphyxiation earbuds? I hope tweaked is still in business. Those guys were fucking cool as hell to me, man. You know what, I, they don't even sponsor me anymore, but if you, if you can go get some tweaked audio earbuds, go ahead and do it. I mean, I the 40-year-old boy page might still exist. I have no fucking idea. They may have taken the whole thing down. One I, one year at podcast, PodFest, I met them, Those the guys who run the thing, because I had done the deal over the internet. I didn't know anything about these guys. I checked out the product. They sent it to me. I'm like, yeah, okay, we can do this. Because uh, I wanted to make sure it wasn't like some earbud with spikes in it where everybody died. You know, that's all that's all I need, you know, because I don't meet anybody fucking people write me. And if they if they want to sponsor stuff and by the way, they don't. Nobody writes me to sponsor shit. We are when I say keep it indie with Mike Schmidt. That is clearly a one sided decision. That is everybody else out there who's like, yeah, we ought to let Mike Schmidt keep it indie. We'll go ahead and kind of find other podcasts to sell our underwear and books Let's find another podcast to sell our coffee and mattresses because yeah, 40 year old boy listeners don't wear fucking underwear and they don't sleep on mattresses and they don't drink coffee. You know what? Mattresses, coffee, and underpants, that's the shit you sell to hobos. Fuck you guys, man. I got hobos listening to the show, and I get normal people who may actually know hobos. I get normal people who are on their way to being fucking hobos. And what better advertisement for you as a company than to reach out to people who are pre-hobo and get them your underpants, your coffee, and your mattress, so that when things finally go tits up and they wind up sleeping under a fucking bridge somewhere, they can go, hey, luckily I brought my Casper mattress, my other fucking underpants, and this fancy coffee that he told me to fucking buy, and, and we drank it and slept on it and wore it and our cock felt nestled, and everything was fucking fantastic because we listened and he sponsored the fucking 40 year old boy podcast if that motherfucker hadn't stepped up and done what he did for mike why we wouldn't have warm balls underneath this bridge we'd be sleeping in the grass man and drinking grass juice and wearing grass underpants hobos do a lot with grass apparently as far as i'm concerned i don't know much about hobos but i know they will do magical shit with grass they'll make grass fucking briefs they'll make a grass mattress they'll drink grass juice although not here in fucking la they sleep on cement Do they make cement juice they wear cement underpants that's, you know, that's, that's how funny mobsters kill their enemies. <laughs> fuck cement shoes, man. We're putting some f- cement underpants on your ass. And then the, like fucking, you know, Joey, the bones, the bone is just like, what the fuck, man? You can't put cement underpants on me. They're like, sit down. He's like, dude, I'm not going to do that. Like, sit down. And they make him sit in a child's waiting pool full of quick, dry cement. And then when it's done, they hoist him out and he's got a cement underpants on and his fucking cock is stuck on the inside. And that's painful enough. But then he gets thrown into the drink and his hands are flailing. He's trying to swim. Somebody's being dragged down to the murky depths to Davy Jones locker, where Davy Jones can go, Hey, hey, nice cement underpants there, Joey the Bone's the Bone. Uh would you call a guy named Joey's the Bone the Bone? I mean I guess you'd go boner. isn't the bone wasn't that fucking uh Andrew's name on on it might have been. I don't know. I, he was he was boner, but I thought he was just a bone, right? Wasn't it short for just a bone? Why is that in my fucking brain or my bone? Why is that in my bone? Why is my bone in my brain? I got a bone in my brain and a brain in my bone. Uh, I don't have a brain in my bone. Clearly, I don't. If, if, if I did, he would be it would be thinking about all the ways to avoid me as I beat the fuck out of it with my left hand. Oh, <laughs> it would be so mad at me. Uh, I was on Twitch the other day. Have I mentioned that, folks? I have a Twitch channel. Did you guys know that I have another gig now? Yeah, I know you're sitting there at home and you're just like, Mike, we thought you were an Uber driver and a, uh, a podcaster and a comedian and also an Uber driver. Uh, all of those things are correct and true. However, I've also added another gig because apparently I am one of the stereotypical Jamaicans from fucking in living color. And I have to have all the fucking jobs you could possibly imagine. And one of them is a Twitch guy. I'm a Twitch guy now, man. Uh, I got fast Twitch muscles and I use them to make a fucking horse ride through a goddamn town and shoot a guy in the face. That's how I handle my business. But I'll tell you this. Uh, I'm playing that, uh, you know, Twitch. I got a, I'm playing. Well, it's it's called Red Dead Redemption 2. It's a game and we love it. And everybody's thrilled uh, as you know, everybody enjoys horse opera, but, uh, folks, I am in pain. I mean, I, I am in, I am in such fucking pain. I never thought this would be the case. And I mean, I'm look, I'm in pain because I started, I've hit in the gym again. All right. I, I, I will tell you this. Remember we talked last week about goals We had all these things ahead of us. I can tell you this. I have had no, uh, Hershey's chocolate bars since the, since the 1st of January, since the end the night of new year's Eve, the 1st of January morning, which makes me happy. Uh, so it's been a week and I, it has been a week. Cause I'll tell you what, I am recording this on Monday, January 7th. That's right. That's I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it early. Now I know you're thinking to yourself, well, uh, Mike, why would you be recording on Monday, January 7th? Well, I, you know, normally this show was recorded on Tuesdays and then, uh, Lily wound up leaving the show. And then I was recording the show kind of on, I was supposed to record it on Tuesdays. And then I went to Wednesdays. I had an agreement with David, our friend, uh, you know, David Max Hernandez, who does all the artwork and, uh, You know, he needed me to be done by Tuesday night so he could go ahead and work on the painting. And then there would be often times where I'd call him and be like, dude, I didn't. uh, uh, Look, it's it's a failing in me. I'll be honest with you. It is a failing within me. Once Lily was out, I was like, well, fuck, I can I guess I can do this whenever as long as I'm done by Wednesday night or Thursday morning, I can go ahead and bang it out because I turned the show into work in my brain. So I kept putting it off and putting it off, and putting it off, as you know, because sometimes we put out shows late on Thursday. Sometimes I put out shows on Friday Um, and, you know, there have been times when I've been sick or on. God forbid, falling asleep like a fucking dope. And I didn't put the show out uh, in time. But there are other times where, honestly, I just kind of fucked around and made it work in my brain. And I've always kicked the can of work down the on down the road, as you know. I think I did. I've done shows on this. I've talked about this ad nauseum. But, uh, but one of the things that that cost me was artwork because David basically said, uh, you know, he and he, look, he hung in as long as he could. He did the best that he could trying where he was like, Hey man, I'll, you know, I'll, I, I would call him Tuesday nights, all these different things. And finally it came to a head like six weeks ago. I think it was where he's just like, I can't do this anymore, dude. I, I mean, I can't you, I can't do the artwork because you're not getting done on time. And, and I understand he felt like I was disrespecting his, because I mean, look, if I made room for Lily, if I could go to Lily's house on Tuesday afternoon, cause that was her window. Why couldn't I meet David's window? Well, because I, I am a child and I'm trying to get a grip on doing things the right way. and, and i i was having trouble doing it I won't lie. I mean, I'd I'd be like, all right, I'm off Monday. That's fine. And then, especially with the driving, you know, the driving would take it out of me over the weekend. And then I didn't want to record on Monday. And then Tuesday would come, and I, I I'm a dude. It's just like I did with homework as a kid. I would put this weird ass pressure on myself. I'm like, all right, you got to get this done. You could just sit down at two o'clock and do it. And then it'll be four o'clock. I'd be like, all right, get it done at four. And then four o'clock would turn into like seven. It'll be seven o'clock p.m. And I'd be like, ah, fuck. Now it's nine o'clock by David, and he wanted it by ten o'clock his time. So I'm like, well, I can get an hour of the show in, and then call him and see if you know, and we can work that. And he just doesn't. He doesn't work that way. He's like, the show's got to be done so I can do the artwork. And I get that, you know, and I fought against it in my brain. I was pissed because in my head, I'm just like, yeah, fuck that. It's my show, man. I can do my show whenever I want. But yeah, you can, but then you cost yourself a collaborator. Then you cost yourself the person who's doing your artwork. And, and so, you know, I think it was six weeks ago, a month ago, he's just like, yeah, I'm out. I mean, I, I'll I'll knock up some some images that you can use every week and, and you know, you can go ahead and use those. And, and it won't they won't pertain to the show, clearly, because he's not going to hear the show. or He's not going to have me discuss the show with him. But he said, I can't do this. And I mean, and look, this isn't the first talk. You know, we've had other talks before where he's like, you know, why? I don't understand why this isn't happening. I kept and I've I've made promises and I've made stuff where I've been like, hey, look, this could work. Hey, you know what I, I will. I will do. I'll get it done Tuesday night. I swear I will. And but then I would always find a cheat in my head. I would always be like, well, you know, if I get if I get the show done before the plugs, I can call David and then I can do the plugs the next day. Uh, but then I wind up talking to the plugs about stuff that's funny. And David's like, dude, did you you did more show after the plugs? Like when you called me, was the show done? And I'm like, no. I was I was up to the plug. So the show was done as far as I was concerned, which is, again, these are all ways for a child to pretend, you know, oh, did, did you turn the oven on? No, you didn't turn the oven on. Oh, oh, the, I, the oven is where you heat the food. I thought you meant the stove. Oh, yeah, you know, no. I turned the oven on, but not the stove because you told me never to turn on the fire. Yeah, but you turned the oven up to 500. Well, yeah, because it was cold in here. You know what I mean? It's like, it's what a child does. A child makes, he moves the goalposts all the time. A child with a slingshot in his back pocket and his hands behind his his fucking back. And he's looking down and kind of moping around, but he's also being impish and mischievous and ha ha, I'm getting over here. And no, you're fucking not. All you're doing is you're causing problems for yourself. You're you're fucking over somebody who's supposed to be working with you. And that's not good, but I would do that thing in my brain where I would be like, oh, "This is my fucking show. If I want to record Wednesday, you know, all that dumb shit raging in my fucking brain, uh, you know, I we I want respect, rah, whatever the fuck." And then uh, I would do that because I have. Uh, childish leanings, I guess you would say, you know, as I, as I've talked before, I've talked, I've even said it to David. I've said it here on the fucking show. I have no discipline. I have no work ethic. I just don't, I wish I did. That would be great. Even though I have all these gigs going on. Have I mentioned you all the gigs that I have? Oh my God, folks, you have no idea. Uh, so many gigs. Um, but yeah, I, I just, uh, I would always find a way to, to come to David. Like you would come to a parent after you broke something in the house and you would have every other, see what, what happened was I, I was going to do it. And then, you know, the, and and, uh, you know, David and I work completely differently. I've talked about this a million times. He's he's incredibly disciplined. And, he, but he, you know, granted, he can turn shit over really quick. Like, if I called him on Tuesday morning with an emergency thing and I needed it and he had time, he'd bang it the fuck out and it would be done in an hour. I mean, he can do a watercolor painting instantly. He's just so good at what he does. Just like I can sit down and I can talk about it uh, for an hour for about nothing. That's what I do. You know what I mean? I'm fucking really good at what I do. But, uh, as far as timing and, and, and working it together and hooking it up, it was just uh, I was looking for excuses not to do it. Basically, what I was doing in my brain was I was like, I, I, this is mine. I want mine. Do it my way. Why can't you do it my way? And then everybody else should do it my way and listen to what I say and do what I, I you know, and, uh, you know, Lily didn't take that shit. Lily would just be like, no, I mean, I, you know, I can do it Tuesday. And if, if you can't do it Tuesday, you do it yourself. And Mex is the same way, except I got 40 years of history with Max. Mex. So Max, finally, after you know, and I'll tell you what: if you got, if you fucking light a match to a, a fuse, and it bur- blows up a forty-year relationship, which, and that's that's exaggerating. It didn't blow up our relationship. We were friends. I'm talking about the business aspect of it. So, uh, uh, you know, we'll look at it that way: an eleven-year business relationship. Uh, if, you know, you really have to go to some lengths to, to, to bring that down. And, uh, and I, but that's how my brain worked. I was always like, well, I can do this and it's me and you should understand. And why don't you understand? And, you know, he and I would have conversations and the same thing happened. It's funny. look, this is, this is the history of me. This happened at never, not funny. I had meetings with Jimmy. I would talk to Jimmy while the show was, going, you know, after the show, I should say, while the show, while I was still a cast member on the show, working with the show, and he would be, he would tell me stuff and I'd go, yeah, well, but I, you know, but what if we did this? And, you know, you know, fucking <laughs> nobody wants to hear your workaround, dude. You know, there's, there's a, there's a fucking time to get shit done. There's a time to do your, your business and a time to get everything working the way it's supposed to be working. And it's a time for you to honor other people's schedules and not be selfish and either honor, you know, and even when it came to never not funny, it was honoring the uh, rules of the show that I was given. And I, and I didn't. And then guess what happened? (laughs) Adios. Now that worked for the best, you know, well, not for the best for me. I mean, (laughs) money-wise, I mean, they're still, they're, they're in a 12 year monolith of a fucking show with a pay scale, uh, a pay subscription service. But, uh, but me, look at us. We're keeping it indie, as I've mentioned. And again, clearly, that is not exactly what I was like, because yeah, I, I mean, I used to joke, keep it indie all the time. And I meant that. I mean, I didn't want, I would never just give myself over to be sponsored by some fucking goofball or some idiot or, or some terrible product. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, it's not like anybody's beaten down the goddamn door. So I can, I can afford to be choosy when there's nothing to choose from. You know what I mean? We've got, we, I've been lucky enough to gather the sponsors that I have, which makes me very happy. Um, But as you know, in this show, I had another sponsor one time and I, I, then I talked about it on the air and that person was like, yeah, no, thanks. Fuck that. Because they didn't like what I said. And I was like, well, I, I told you the show, this is the show. I say what I want. And, uh, and I do, you know, and, and which is fine. And I love it. I love doing it that way. But at the same time, then you have to understand when you're walking past charred bridges, that that's your fault. So, you know, David and I had, had this, we have, we've had an 11 year working relationship for this amount of time. And we've had, I don't know how many talks where, I mean, it was smooth in the beginning, you know what I mean? He was listening to the show and he was busting out IDs and and we were together collaborating, we were writing bits and all that stuff. It was really fun. But I mean, your life changes over 11 years. Lily's life changed. You know, physically she couldn't do it anymore in addition to other things. You know, she had other things to do with her life. Um and David, you know, after 11 years probably got he well, I'm not saying probably. I know he did. He got tired of me going, "Well, you know, the thing is, what if we did it this way?" And we did it and David works very differently than me. David worked, you know, for 20 years in a in an advertising agency that was fucking uh, regimented, and he knew what he was doing, and he knew what his job was. But also, he couldn't stand any of the fucking guys who who wasted his time. You know what I mean? All those fucking Lumbergs who would come to be like, um, yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, David works in absolutes. He doesn't want you know. So the, I I had to have the show done by Tuesday night, and I could never understand. Why he would work in absolutes, because here's what I would do. Here's my cop out. This is fun. Brace yourselves. Hey, man, like I'm an artist like I, you know, and it wasn't hippie style, but in my brain, I was like, you know how hard it is to do and sit and just do fucking an hour and a half of comedy to just sit down and talk into a goddamn microphone. Like I would I would beat my head against the wall to go. Yeah, reward me. I'm the fucking greatest. I'm doing comedy. Damn it and uh and david is like yeah i'm I'm doing paintings and music i mean i get it and you know david would understand uh but he but he also was like yeah but you still got to fucking get you got to get the work done by the right amount of time or you just i'm not going to do it and and it made sense but i fought it and fought it and fought it so six weeks ago he's like yeah man i'm not uh i'm not feeling this i'm not going to do the artwork for the show anymore and i i just uh you know i was i was pissed you know i was bummed i was upset I was mad at myself because I knew that again, as always, this, this was something that was a byproduct of my actions. Um, you know, I can do this part of it, but the, as I've always said many, many times, anybody who can do something that I can't do, I'm fascinated by them. I want, I want to see them because that's their magic trick. You know, this is my magic trick. And, and, and David's magic trick is art and music. And it, it worked so well for what we were doing, but it was putting him in a place where, you know, and also he, uh. (laughs) <laughs> he also says to me all the time he's like hey man I don't uh, I can't get into your tornado like I, I can't get sucked into that you know when when I was having uh, you know fucking relationship issues and shit like that he was just like I I can't I can't get sucked into that. he did he tried to help for a long time he was with me a couple of times when shit really went bad and and uh, and then he would just but then he would see me make the same mistake like six weeks later or a month later. Well, six weeks is stuck in my fucking head. This really happened six weeks, the art thing. But, you know, but, uh, you know, two weeks later, fucking even three days later, I'd make the same fucking mistakes. I'd be bitching and moaning to him about something or, or uh, and then three days later, I'd be back in the same situation. And he'd just go, I can't do this. I mean, I, I see you, be, you know, as a friend fucking spiraling and I, I can't watch you do it. So I'm going to have to pull myself out of it. You're in your tailspin. I'm pulling my ripcord and parachuting out of this, and and it made sense, you know, because he's got his own fucking life and shit to worry about. Nobody. Once you get to be old, because I mean, you know, I talked to Shannon about this, and I'll, I'll talk about her a little bit later. But when you talk, I talked to Shannon, and I, I'm always like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't want to suck anybody into my nonsense. Like, I, I, it's just a weird thing. I don't want to make people fucking jump in and. Uh, but at the same time, I think everybody should be sucked into my nonsense. <laughs> How the fuck don't you care? Why don't you go ahead and talk to me? But I know everybody's circumstances. You know, I know I know what David is like and I know David's thing and he's just got a fucking he's got to he pulls himself away and there and he should, you know what I mean? Because he doesn't want to get caught. Nobody wants to get caught in the fucking backdraft. You know, it's 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 uh, you, you know, we always talk about, you know, I was a scorpion and all that shit. Well, I, I never want to be the guy who stung David. So, and so he doesn't ever want to be stung by me because, and he always says, he's like, he does that thing because he knows me too. Uh, he'll say, Hey, look, I just can't do the artwork. Now this, this doesn't, it's not personal. We're friends, you know, cause he knows me. I black and white the shit out of everything. we I'm like, fuck, David doesn't want to talk to me now. We're fucking finished fucking David. I can't fucking believe it. Um, but, but I mean, I, I will tell you, I'm much, much better at that than I used to be. Uh, as you know, I've grown, I've thought I've made things happen in a different way in my brain and it's hard as fuck. Because I still get that thing in my brain where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, I can't believe this is fucking over. I can't believe fucking, you know, and that's not the, that's not the case. You know, he just he sometimes people have to take care of themselves. And so David had to take care of himself. He's like, look, I can't be in this and and jumping through the hoops that you want me to jump through and, and doing the same shit that we've talked about a million fucking times. So and, and to his credit, he's like, I don't I'm not you know, I'm not. We're not, not friends, but I will work up some generic art images and you can use those going forward. And I, I said, you know, I mean, I understood it and I, cause I also inside me, uh, I'm self-aware enough to know that was my fault. So I'm just like, all right, cool. I mean, I, I get that, you know, I'm disappointed, but I understand. Uh, but inside me, I'm fucking raging. Why the, why would you leave? This is fucking perfect. We're doing a show and it's like your art compliments the show. And, um, but yeah, but I mean, but people have to take care of themselves and people can't do things that they don't want to do in the fashion that they're told to do them. If they don't want to do it in that fashion, I think I'm talking in circles. People, you know, David works a certain way. I know it. And I work a certain way and he knows it. And it was a simple fact of my, just doing my work earlier, but I, I couldn't, fuck, I couldn't. So, uh, <laughs> so the point is, uh, that's why one of the reasons why I'm recording on Monday now is because I, I reached out to David this week and I said, Look, cause we're working on the Twitch stuff, which is uh, have I mentioned the Twitch channel? I probably did. I'll tell you about it in a second. Um, but I reached out to David to do Twitch stuff. He's, and he did, you know, if you go look at the Twitch channel, he's already done fucking two amazing banners and we're working on emojis and all these pop-up things. It's going to be fantastic. We're tri- tricking the fucking channel out. And uh, and I said to him, I go, look, I got to ask you a favor. Um, Because last week really brought it to a head. You know, he did, there was an elf painting he did. And that was a couple of weeks ago. And that was not, he did not do that that week. That was one of the images he sent me. He sent me a, a handful of images and that was one of them. So I used it for Christmas. And then I used the older Christmas images, you know, that he had done, uh, even though I would have preferred new ones, but I, you know, it's my own fucking bed, lie in it. And, uh, and then finally this week I, I called him, uh, or I should say last week. And I said, Hey, look, I got to, you know, we talked about Twitch. We, we broke a bunch of stuff down. We've got plans, a lot of stuff going forward. And then I said, Hey, look, I got to ask you a favor. I, uh, I really, think that the show suffers without your artwork because that's another thing he said to me he's like hey man the show is you talking you know the artwork is all this is all fucking uh surrounding i'm like no it's it's fucking integral to me to me it makes it better his music makes it better i mean i i think working in concert with him makes this show something different than the other podcasts you run into because there might be podcasts that have theme songs Uh, But there's not podcasts that have a guy who's doing fucking original music basically every week or cover tunes or whatever the fuck and doing original paintings and artwork. Everybody gets a logo and that's fine. I've got a logo. But one of the fucking greatest hooks we had was, you know, the show is, there's no format other than me talking and it would just be me and you never knew what the fuck I was going to say and you never knew what the artwork was going to look like. I fucking, I dug it. It was really great. So I hated not having it. I understood why and I knew it was my fault and, and, but I didn't do it in an immature way. I wasn't like, oh, man, fuck, everybody fucking penalizes me. And I, I I recognized completely that it was my fault. And like I said, I would reach out to him and, and say, you know, I never want to push myself upon anybody. That's another thing is I'll know I'm self-aware enough to know that if a person says no, I just I so I take no for an answer. I've always taken no for an answer my entire goddamn life. So I was the worst salesman who ever fucking lived. Uh, and even in selling me, as you know, I take no for an answer. I don't I don't pitch on Twitch. I don't pitch on. Uh, you know, and also David was frustrated with other things like, you know, we did that Joker video, which is on YouTube and I loved it. I mean, it was the a secondhand sting and I was like, this could be another thing. We go find extra audio and we could make secondhand stings and he could animate or do paintings to them. I loved the idea. And then I got the video, you know, I and I, I edited that fucking chunk down. It was like fucking 25 minutes and it took me three, four hours to do. And then he made all the paintings work and he built the iMovie. And then uh, I told you guys about it and I put it on YouTube and that was it. I didn't try to put it on Instagram. I didn't go to Reddit. I didn't go to Twitch. I, I I didn't. I'm sorry, Twitter. You know, I didn't put it up for anybody else to see, and it frustrated David. He said, "Hey, look, man, I, work, I worked fucking hard on that, man. You know." And, and I was like, "Well, I did too. I worked my ass off." And he's like, "Right, but so why do you, why did you just fucking post it and then not do anything with it?" I go, "Well, and again, this is a disease I have." I feel that if it doesn't hit right away, I don't want to beat you over the head with it. I don't want to be like, oh, check this out. Oh, you should see this. It's like even when I was doing stand-up, I didn't want to go, hey, I'm doing this show. Come see me. I'm doing this show. Come see me. Because, you know, nobody wants to fucking see me. And I know that's a bullshit lie. Everybody wants to see me. But at the same time, I never wanted to fucking go over the top with, oh, you got to come. You got to come. And. And, uh, and same thing with that standalone sting, I'd be like, tell your friends it's fucking really good. And then it just buried it in YouTube and I never did anything. And that frustrated David. He told me when it happened. He's like, you know, you, we, we have plans. You have plans. You say you're going to do these things He goes, I can't do these things. You know, I can, I can create them with you. He goes, but then I can't be the guy who fucking whores them out and promotes them and shit like that. And, and it's frustrating to work hard on something and have it go nowhere. And I totally get that. I get it, you know? I wish more people in the world could hear the interlude, but it just it just doesn't work that way. It's subscribers to the show. And I, it's not like I can just go, hey, because uh, I mean, think, literally think about the, the fucking magnitude of this. Think about how genius this is. Hey, um, I have a friend and he uh, basically wrote a musical about me. I know that sounds crazy, but he did. Oh, a couple of years ago, he did a completely original album about me. And also, uh, last year he wrote, uh, some, also some more original songs about me in addition to being fucking brilliant and doing other songs and artwork. And I mean, it's just, you know, I would love to tell people, Hey, uh, someone did Jesus Christ superstar, but about me, like I wanted Pardo to hear it, but then I, I think I mentioned it to him once and it kind of went by the wayside, but I mean, I would love for him to fucking hear it because again, he loves Jesus Christ superstar and we know he loves me. Clearly that can't be fucking dis- discussed in a, in a negative way. Um, but you know david's work should be seen by more people so for him to say ah you know i i can't do the artwork anymore it's you know that's a that's uh that's a blow man that was a punishment for me and and uh and by a punishment i'm not saying he was punishing me i'm saying i i unfortunately caused myself to be in a situation where i lost something that i thought really benefited my career and made things look good and look better and was a a calling card he and i often would have that discussion where david would just be like nah you know i don't uh you know, you put more import on the art than there should be. And I'm like, nah, fuck that. I do not. I love it. You know, I, and I'll, cause I will tell you, this, this is another thing too. Whenever I talk to David, um, you know, I, I want you guys to love stuff. I want people who are fans and, and people who aren't fans to pay attention and go, Whoa, what the fuck, man? That's crazy because I think it reflects well on the show, but at the same time, you know, I do shit cause I want to, I do it cause I like it. I do it cause I think it's fucking brilliant. I, I like if David could do an original song every fucking week, I'd say, go for it. And I'd fucking play it. If he wanted to do a cover tune, I've told him, I go, you have carte blanche, any music you give me, anything you want to put on the air, I will put in because I think it makes the show that much better. Certainly this part is the, what you're all coming for. This is the money maker. <laughs> this part with the talking and the fucking nonsense is we scoop out my brain again this week. Um, This is why you're you're tuned in and listening. But I mean, uh, but, you know, because my name's on the title, but my name wouldn't be there and it wouldn't be that special if it wasn't for David and his contributions. And I and and it showed in the last six weeks, in my opinion, you know, I I wanted I'd love new artwork. It's fucking great. I love new music. It's fucking great. But also his life has changed. Like I said, Lily's life has changed. And David's got, you know, his my godson is in, in, you know, several different sports. And David's taking care of that. He runs his house. You know, his daughter's up at school. And and uh, and we're also we're 51 now. 52 years old and, and, you know, you get to be 51, 52. And, and, uh, you know, I've said this before. I said it about Jimmy and I'll say it about David. David is raising his kids. Jimmy has a kid. Nobody needs a 51 year old kid who doesn't do what he's told. And, 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 you know, expects you to fucking take care of things. So it's time for me to take care of things. And that's, and that's, you know, I've thought this before and I've, I've, but I really think I've made a lot of progress and I'm working very hard. And, and so, with 2019 upon us, you know, last week's show, I told you the things, the dreams, the goals that I have for this year. By the end of this year, you know, I I want to lose 10 pounds a month. We've talked about that. I, and then by the end of this year, I want to be uh, self-sufficient in comedy to the point where I'm not driving anymore. I just want this to be my job. And I, when I was talking to Shannon today, the way I put it, I said, uh, you know, I told her these goals. And then I said, uh, I said, I want comedy to be my job. And then I took a beat and I said, I want me to be my job. I want I want me to be my job. I want I want to be able to do social media and write you guys and book shows and, and concentrate on writing material and putting together another CD, all that shit. I want to do that without fear of, of, you know, having the wrong bank account or not having the right amount of money or, you know, I'll still drive. I got to drive, man. I have to, because I got bills to pay and I got shit to do. But I mean, at the same fucking time, uh, you know, I can work harder. I can work smarter. I can fill the hours that I'm not working with work and not, not work, you know, cause again, we've talked about this a million fucking times. Am I, am I digging ditches? No. Is this hard to do? Yeah, it can be. But at the same time it's what I was born to fucking do. So why not fucking do it? Open up the microphones, hit fucking record and just fucking run downhill, baby. That's how I fucking handle my business. And, uh, and I don't like doing it alone. I, I need, I'd like people by my side. It's not that I need people by my side. I really want people by my side because they make me look better. They make me feel better about what I'm doing. And my friend is really talented. And so I want to, uh, I wanted to have him involved again. You know, I, I missed calling him every week and talking about the show and talking about what the artwork could be and, you know, just checking in on my grandson and, and his family because I also look. I'll, I won't be honest; it got tense and I avoided calling him. You know, I, I would text him maybe once in a while and I didn't. I didn't. I would just be like, ah, eh, you know, and also, but also because again here's the childish part or whatever i felt you know if i well if i'm not wanted i don't want to fucking interfere i don't want to get in, involved in this i don't want to cuz again that's how my brain works and i'm fighting that instinct i'm trying to make that uh, go away i'm trying to realize that you know adults do things differently and adults uh they they live their lives and they work and they work together and then they reach out and they talk to their friends and um and and they also handle their own business the proper way so i reached out to david like a couple of days ago, and and we were talking about Twitch. We were going through a bunch of stuff, and uh, and I also, by the way, I'm, I don't want to misinterpret this. Uh, you know, we were never on the outs. Like I said, he personally, we were friends. We've always been friends. But as far as the work relationship, I because again, here's what I do. David David can black and white that he can be like, hey man, we're still friends, but the work relationship is you know tabled or whatever the fuck. Whereas to me, everything is is just uh, it just bleed. Like you know, David will have uh, David could have a hundred rubber bands and they're all separate. I have a rubber band ball. Everything is, you know, he could have like one for artwork, one for music, one for friendship, one for business. I have a rubber band ball. Everything, everything is fucking, you know, my Venn diagram is a complete circle. You know, there's no, well, this is work and this is play. My whole life fucking bleeds together. Everything is, everything is me. Everything is my life. Everything is, is work. Everything is play. Everything is, all of it counts at the same time in the same pile, everything. There's no, you know, so you don't sort your colors and your whites and your colds and your hots and your I, everything, all my laundry's in one fucking basket, man. That's how it works. So, uh, so I, we were still friends. I don't want it to make it sound like, Whoa, well, we haven't talked or, you know, I, but I, I do that thing. I've done this before where I get in my own head and I don't want to talk to somebody because I feel like, uh, I've let them down. I don't want to talk to somebody because I feel like, well, even though he said it's not personal, it's just business. Well, I still let you down if you're not you don't want to be in business with me anymore. And 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 it's not even that he didn't want to be in business anymore. If I he told me he goes call me if you need something call me. And you know how my brain work. I was like fuck that. I'm I'm never calling him again. I don't fucking bother him for fucking you know painting or whatever. You know he's, he's he can go paint his other things for other shows and people like that. You know you you just I'm predisposed to being that guy. You know what I mean? To fucking uh, it's just it's just been a part of me since I was a kid. And, uh, and I never learned any better and I'm trying to learn better. I'm trying to, you know, my instincts are to walk away when David was just like, yeah, I can't, I, I, I don't want to sell myself. I don't want to ask anybody to like me or work with me. And because I feel like I'm putting, I'm putting them out. It's a foolish thing. It's a weird thing, but it's, it's, man, is it deep? It is fucking deep inside me. It is, it is fucking embedded in my goddamn brain, man. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I fuck that. I'm working really, really hard to extract it. I got a couple of forceps in there and I'm pulling the motherfucker out of the base of my neck and hopefully I won't have it in me much longer. But I mean, I'm also self-aware enough to know that that's foolish and I shouldn't be like that. But at the same time, uh, it's hard to fucking swim upstream, uh, into a 51 year old river. I mean, everything has been the same way. It's just, it's, I've been black and white. I've always been well, this sucks or that's great or that. and, and. I've changed a lot, you know, even seeing Shannon, I changed a lot in five years. I mean, I used to be fucking a raging lunatic. I think a lot of the time I'd get mad or I'd feel disrespected at the post office, you know, go listen to go buy year two, (laughs) year three, you listen to any of those fucking shows. Uh, and then the last five years, I mean, I've done real heavy work and, and I think I've done good. I think I've, I've come to a place that I feel good about. The only thing that's really getting hard to shake that has been hard to shake is that there's a kid inside me and, and, uh, he never feels like he's enough. He never feels like uh, he doesn't want to disappoint anybody. And and he always feels like he's disappointing people, especially himself. And so then, I, you know, I've, I've tried to stop using language. Like I told you, I used to say to myself, all the time, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? But I don't anymore. I'll, I'll actually take a pause and go, you're not an idiot. You, you know what? You just made a mistake. Uh, and I'll say it out loud. I'll do it even if I'm, I don't give a fuck. If I'm in a grocery store. I'll just I'll literally be like, oh, what the fuck, dude? What are you doing? And over the silliest things, you go in the wrong door, you grab the wrong package, you forget to get something. You walk. To, you, I, I buy stuff at the grocery store, and I'm walking to my car, and I'm like, ah, fuck! I fucking forgot that you dumb fuck. And then I'm like, why am I a dumb fuck? Because because I forgot to get a case of water. I mean, go back inside and get the case of water. You're not a dumb fuck. Um, again, four agreements, and it's it's you know be in, uh, be impeccable with your words and do your best. I mean, it's it's just important stuff. Be kind to yourself also should be on there and be kind to everybody else. We've talked about this. Be cool. That's all I got to do. Be cool to others. Be cool to yourself. That's really important. So, uh, so I don't want to misinterpret it. Make it sound like David and I were at war or we, we weren't, we were mad. Well, no. Um, but from my vantage point, I will, I will tell you we were friends and everything, but I was still, I was fucking bummed that he wasn't going to do artwork anymore. But I also understood. Here's why. Cause that's when the shame has doubled when you know that the person's not going to do it and you're kind of mad at them because you're like, really? Fuck, you're bailing on me here? And then in your brain, you're like, you're the reason he's bailing. You do understand that, right? Your behavior, the things you've talked about, and your failure to change, and your failure to do the things that you said you would do or the things you're supposed to do. You're supposed to come through here, buddy. This is your fault. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, and that's a sobering thing to do. That's a real cold bucket of water in your face when you have to tell yourself, hey, no, 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 dude, slow down. This is... You did this. You brought this upon yourself because you've talked. I have a thing on my desktop called Mex's 40-year-old boy manifesto. And he wrote me with all sorts of suggestions and ideas and all these different things. And, and he's given me other ideas. And look, look, some of the ideas don't work for me. Some of them do work for me, whatever. I understood what he was trying to do. But the bottom line is he was trying to help me and help the show. And I read it and I'm like, yeah, you know, because it's, t- it's that easy thing where you just, you can just kind of shorthand just go, you don't know what it takes to do this. You don't know. What it takes to be me. You don't know what it takes to sit down at a microphone and talk for an hour and a half, two hours. Just like I don't know what it takes to sit down and try to paint a watercolor painting in a day. That's one of the reasons why I'm calling him on Wednesday morning. He's like, fuck, man, I can't help you. Because again, I'm taking for granted his talent while at the same time demanding everybody recognize mine. Fuck that, dude. Who the fuck do you think you are? You can't be that fucking guy. (laughs) That just sucks. Hey, I know that thing that you do is really easy, but the thing I do is hard. Oh my God. Worship me! Shut the fuck up, dude. Um, and that was what you know. It was born from the beginning when I'm always like, I'm the talent, man. I'm the fucking talent. I can't do that shit. And and uh, as you know, you know, I'd say that goofingly and jokingly, but also I fucking meant it. And I still do some of the time. You know what I mean? There's still that arrogant fucking artist in me and that entertainer in me. was like, fuck that, man. I'm the talent. Why do not I have to talk, dick around with producing and editing a show? I should be able to fucking talk and walk the fuck out. There should be people falling at my fucking feet to help me out and do the fucking things I want them to do. God damn it, I'm the goddamn talent um but then you know but but that's you know that's fucking show mike i mean i'm not in real life i'm i'm a, a normal guy but at the same time i still got all that shit stuck in my head from when i was a kid i fixed a ton of it still fucking around and trying to fix the rest and i think i'm making progress every goddamn day but i'm still a guy who says you know takes a step back and goes fuck man i jesus christ this would have been better if i'd have done this uh and, and, but also I'm the guy who goes, man, it would be better if everybody else did that. What the fuck, man? I'm the talent. God damn it. Step the fuck up. How dare you? How dare you try to shun me and not do the things I ask for fuck's sake? I'm great. Don't you remember that? I'm great. Uh, and then, but then I told you in the next breath, I'm like, nobody has to know that you're great. Nobody thinks that you're great. Nobody should think that you're great because you're not great. And what the fuck is wrong with you? And oh my God, dudes, it's a, there's this nonstop fucking battle of the network stars tug of war in my fucking head. And Robert Conrad's going to wind up in the fucking sandpit all the goddamn time. Literally he's, he's dug in at the, at the rear. And then the there's a crazy upset as, as fucking ABC pulls NBC into the water and Gabe Kaplan gets to laugh in his face. That's what's going on in my brain. <laughs> I got Robert Conrad and Gabe Kaplan in a tug of war in my head and Gabe Kaplan's going to win because he's the funny one. And Robert Conrad's the shitbag who wants to be fucking tough. That's who I got. Knock this battery off my shoulder, Kaplan. Hey, ever tell you about my Uncle Morty? <laughs> Fuck. I got a Kaplan Conrad going on in my head. That sounds like a fucking sis- uh, like a Gilstein Barr. What is that? Guillen Barr syndrome. I got a syndrome. I got a Conrad Kaplan syndrome. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking perfect. Conrad Kaplan syndrome is the best. I got it in my head and that's what I got. it's the struggle between the fucking comic and the tough guy the meathead and the guy who just wants to be funny and wisecrack it's the guy in the back of the room versus the jock it's the john bender versus the fucking emilio estevez whatever the fuck his name was in that goddamn movie because i can't remember (laughs) two hits me hitting you you hitting the floor eat my shorts (laughs) that lives in my brain all the goddamn time so i'm trying to deal with that man and in dealing with that, sometimes it gets messy and sometimes it bleeds over and it, it, it fucking can, it can cause things. So I reached out to David and we were talking about the Twitch stuff and I said, Hey, look, I need, uh, I need to talk to you. I said, I would really, really, um, I don't think the show is, is as good without your artwork. Um, well, you know, look, I'm fucking funny. There's no doubt that, but it's just the, the complete package is what makes me happy. That's what I, let's put it, in, that's what I want. Okay, Uh, I think I do a great job talking and I love the fact that he does the artwork and the music, which makes it that much fucking better, kills it. And to just lose that component was was and and also to know that I'd lost that component because of my actions and, and the simplest of actions. Hey, do your work on time. Shit, I haven't been able to fucking master my entire life. Hey, do your work on time. Even in school, like I said, never did a homework assignment. Five years of high school never turned in any homework, not once. Not fucking once. If I could get it done in class, it was done. If I couldn't do that, fuck it, I didn't do it. That's so why the best class I ever had was Mister Harvey's World History class, and uh, and because he didn't assign homework, he instead he had fucking in in fucking in classroom work and then a quiz at the end of the week. So rather than turning homework, I'd do the fucking quizzes and I'd crush them because I looked at it like a game. You know, I'd get a ten question quiz, I'd be done with it, not joking, as fast as I could write. Three minutes, two minutes, because I can read and write really quick. I just had to make it legible and I just crushed it out because I knew the answers. They were stuck in my fucking brain. That's how my head works. But if you tell me to sit down and fucking slog through a report, like I, I, you know, I'm so sad. I didn't go to college. I'm really disappointed. I didn't go to college, but at the same time, I was absolutely not ready for college. Are you kidding me? I would have lasted a half a, a fucking semester. I would have been out the second they would have had me write a paper or do some shit like that. I mean, is is as, as much as I enjoy Uh, that's that's a word I probably shouldn't use as skilled as I am at writing. And as much as I am enjoying the final the finished product, the process of writing can be a fucking bitch. But when you're done, you see, you've done something great. Then you're like, all right, now I think I'm fucking good at this. That's pretty cool. But in college, man, I, I, I would have been in the cafeteria all day and then hanging out with my friends. And then I would have been out and half a semester. Cause again, no discipline, no work ethic, never had it taught to me as a kid and never grabbed the reins on it. Never fucking look at it. Dude, there were 51. I'm still fucking talking about it. Jesus Christ. We're talking about 34 years ago. I would have gone to college and done what? Fucking and because I, I wouldn't even party. I would just eat like a motherfucker. Oh, my God. There's free food in the cafeteria. I would have lived there. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It was shitty food. I would have been balushi. I'd have been fucking scooping up fucking Jello and scarfing that down and popping mashed potatoes all over fucking marmalade. It would have been gorgeous. I would have just fucked everybody up. And then I would have been gone in six weeks and wondered why. Hey, no, I'm really smart. I should be here. That's that's the whole mantra of my entire life. Hey, I'm really smart. Hey, I'm smart at this. You know, I'm pretty good at this. I'm actually this doesn't matter. Do the work. Do the fucking work. I mean, Mexican walk around all day and go, hey, man, I'm a fucking badass artist and I'm a great musician. Oh, really? What have you done? That's all anybody fucking cares about. So if I sit here and I'm like, hey, man, I'm funny, I'm really funny. And everybody goes, what have you done? Well, you know what? I do. I have 11 years of podcast to point to. I get 25 years of stand up. I got bits and stuff that I've created and done and I can point to it. But, you know, it's been a slog to fucking make myself do that shit, even though it seems like it should come easy to me. And it does. All this talking shit does. But at the same fucking time, it's not the talking. It's the sitting down and doing it. It's just, it's just no work ethic. It's when, once I turned this show into a gig, a job, I, I, I was like, ah, oh, man, yeah, no, I can push that off because all work got pushed off. And I know that flies directly into the face of me saying, I want my job to be me, but I guess the better way to say it is I want to take the reins and I got to cap so I got to find a better analogy than that. I got to fucking, uh, steer into the skid and, and make, make, make. Make the effort to be the best at being me that I can. And with that, use my talent to enhance the fact that I'm being me. Does that make sense? No, I don't think so. That was a lot of fucking word garbage. Ignore that. You know, if I, if I, <laughs> if I had any work ethic, I would, I would cut that out of the show. <laughs> I would totally stop right now and fucking eliminate that from what I was talking about. Um. so uh, the bottom line is what the fuck who cares that's why I'm doing a show on a Monday because I, ta- I talked to David over the weekend and I'm like hey man I'd like to have you back on board to do artwork I go I don't think the show is effective or I, I don't I think the show is much better with it and he's like look man I I no I I, I don't want to do it you know he was and he was resistant and I said listen I said I have a plan I said you know you may have heard the show last week when I said I was going to do these things and you know 2019 is a big change Moving forward, I, I, you know, I'm doing the Twitch channel, I'm doing the streaming. I, you know, I have goals. I have, uh, and one of those goals is, I will now record the shows on Mondays, because that way I can't be like, well, Monday I'm off, and then possibly Tuesday, but then maybe Wednesday. I, if I get the show done, if I sit down and I bang, because I mean, I used to do it where I'm like, oh man, I'm not inspired on Monday, or I'll wait till Wednesday when something else happens. And man, fuck you, sit down, open a microphone, and do your fucking show, do your work, to be funny, because you can. And I'll tell you another reason that informed me that made me know that I could do this. Uh, over the weekend, I was doing Twitch streams. Now that's, you know, because that's going to be a thing that's perhaps a daily occurrence, not Mondays. Mondays are for podcasts. But the rest of the week will be that in addition to driving and everything else. But here's the thing, man. I uh, on Saturday or no Friday on Friday, uh, I did an eight hour stream. Eight hours. Where I was playing video games and I and the things I have a chat room open and I'm talking to people the whole fucking time and I told you about this last week, and new people kept showing up. So then Sunday or Saturday I did nine hours, man, nine hours of being funny, nine hours of having people and people show up in the chat room and I was up to eighty people in the chat room at one point, man, which is fucking. I have to average seventy five in order to be a Twitch partner. I know, look, I got to average seventy five for a month, so I don't know how that's going to fucking work. But but at the same fucking time, I think I can. I think it's within sight, within reach because once new people started coming in and telling me they thought I was funny. And once new people would come in two, three days in a row and go, Hey, you're here. And once new people started to call me Mike, I knew something was up. And also I got to say a special thank you to all the fucking listeners who come out from this show and go to that stream. Uh, Our buddy, Jason Kaufman, our buddy, Jeremy, uh, our great friend, Scott and and Ruben, they've come in and they've been moderators and stuff. Tanya shows up all the time. Liana shows up. Uh, I'm going to forget people that I don't mean to South Philly is always there. Um, Uh, Rob, Rob shows up all the time. Uh, You know, I'm trying to pull these from, from memory, but the most amazing thing is these, these guys, you guys are coming to the Twitch streams every day. Whenever I do them, you show up. And not only that you show up and, uh, you enter, you interact on the chat. And here's my favorite thing. A new person will come by and be like, man, you're funny. Yesterday I had a guy show up and he's like, dude, you should have like a sports podcast or be on the radio or something. You really know your stuff. This is great. And, uh, and whenever that happens, Whenever anybody goes, hey, you're funny, or Christy shows up all the time too, Christy. Uh Manny Mo, Manny fucking Moe shows up. He's fucking great. Cooper Claus is there. I'm trying to remember guys off the top of my head. I know they'll be popping in eventually and I'll, I'll be saying names. Uh but but new people oh Liam, Liam from and Hugh from England, those guys show up. <laughs> I'm sorry, for stuff. People are popping into my brain. But these are they show up all the time and they hang out and, and whenever any new person goes, you're funny all of the listeners of this show go, he is funny. You should check out his podcast. You should check out his YouTube channel. And then they put the links in the chat. Like all the shit that I should be doing is being taken care of by them because I'm running around playing video games and trying to be funny in a fucking small postage stamp window on my screen. And I love you guys for it. I fucking love it. I I cannot tell you how much of a thrill it is. Every time one of you tells the people in the room about me tells them who I am steers them to a link tells them what you should they should listen to I mean because then those people wind up following they follow the show uh you know they go to YouTube they listen to that perhaps they're listening now I'm hope they're on board and that'd be fucking great and this was a good show for you to tune into as again I open up my skull and scoop my fucking brain out for everybody to look at but uh but thank you everybody who's fucking a listener to the and the listeners to the show by the way Jason Ruben Scott these fucking guys Zach from Arizona they, they they're they coming in and they fucking I did a nine-hour stream Ruben was there all nine hours how fucking crazy is that it's I mean that crazy I mean crazy good Jason stays like all seven hours Scott stays for all eight hours I mean, and these guys are on the east coast it's three in the morning by the time I finish three three thirty in the morning by them and they're like all right man I'm gonna go to bed I'm like man I you know I cannot stress enough. I can't tell them enough how important they are to me and how happy I am that they're doing what they're doing and how much I appreciate it because you're, you're helping me. You're helping me toward the goals that I'm setting in 2019. You're coming. And it's also, I'll tell you this, it makes me want to be funnier. It makes me better in the chat room when people who know who I am are there because then I'm being funny to them and they know I'm fucking great. So I know I'm already performing to people who like me. And then when new people come in, they can see me being funny because I'm feeling loose and free because my friends are there and I'm getting caught up in front of them. It's fucking beautiful. It's all cause and effect Thank you for helping me. It's fucking fantastic. And it makes me happy. So, uh, so doing an eight hour stream, doing a seven hour stream, doing a nine hour fucking stream, and being funny the whole time, you know, in addition to playing a video game, but also being funny and getting new people and having them go, man, you're funny, you're good, or all these different things. And I know I talked about this last week. I know, I know. But this is all I did this week was try to get the Twitch channel launched. And I want to plan for long stretches of time. And new people would come in and go, hey, you're, wow, you're funny, you're good at this. And people would come three days in a row. And go, oh, you're back. You know, they when you when's your next stream? When are you gonna be back on? And uh and they and these new people show up and it 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 informs me and makes me go, you know what, man, you're fucking good. I know I've talked about it. It's all confidence. I talked about it last week. That was one of the things I brought up. When I said in 2019, I was doing Twitch and just hearing that one guy said you're funny, and it made me go, Yeah, fuck yeah, I am. So when new people show up and then all the, the listeners, that's another key is when the listeners to this show tell people in the room, hey Mike, Mike has a podcast, you should check it out. Mike's really good, you should check it out. He's great. And they give the link. Here's the YouTube channel. And he's in iTunes. And, and there are people who were in there. You know, Ruben's been listening to me his for his whole life, his whole fucking life. The guy's 23. He's been, he's listened to all the fucking shows and, uh, and Christy too. You know, they, they're like, Hey, I've been listening from the beginning. I, I found your show here. I found it then. And that's dude. I love hearing that. That's my favorite fucking part. When, when anybody's like, yeah, man, I found you when I was 12 and I've been listening to the entire fucking time. That's, that's amazing. Or I listened to never not funny. Like, you know, I told you a mod story is that he heard never not funny first. Like in year four, season four. Uh, and so then he's like, well, I like these guys. I got to go back and listen. And then he heard year one and he's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he found my show and then that was it. And we're off to the fucking races. And now I have a really good friend. And and that's, that's fantastic. And you guys are all really good friends. I love it. You know, like, well, like I said, when I want to come to the cities, I want to come places. I want to go out and, and, and I love meeting you guys. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Can you tell? I hope you can <laughs> now. But uh, but there's even more reason to be excited because I reached out to, to David and I said, "Hey man, you know, uh, I you know I, d- I just think the show's better when you're involved. It makes me happier and and uh, and I think better and you know whatever the fuck I said and he and he was he was resistant. He said, "Nah, you know I just." And I said, no, dude. Here's the plan. You know, the shows will be recorded on Monday. Mondays are for podcasts. They'll get done, and then twitching the rest of the week along with driving and stuff. But Monday is solely for the podcast. You know, uh, well, Jim in the morning, Shannon at noon, and then podcast. Um, that's it's a work day. I look at it as a work day, but I'm happy to have a work day because I love my job. Uh, but I said, to him, it's a work day. You know, I, I'll I'll do it. And he's just like, uh, well, you know, the problem is, I know in two weeks when you go, oh yeah, I couldn't get to it, or oh, and I go, David, I'm telling, and I no, actually, you know what I did? He goes, yeah, I know in two weeks when you, did it. I said, okay, never mind, that's cool, dude, I totally get it. And he's like, see, that's what I'm talking about. I go, what do you, what do you mean? I go, I'm not, I'm not going to beg you to do this. But I'm, I'm, and I know it's really hard for you to trust what I'm saying because I've told you before that I would make adjustments and then come to you before with, well, what, well, well, what happened was, and I thought about maybe we should do this. And I thought, you know, and then things, life got in the way. And nobody wants to fucking hear that, man. Do your job. Step up. I've talked about it in other shows. We had a show called Do Your Job. Fuck. Do your fucking job. And so Monday is work day, Monday's podcast day. Then I can talk to him next Monday night, talk to him about artwork and get that rolling. Then Tuesday, I'm Twitching, I'm streaming, I'm excited. So, uh, so I, but I did, I literally, that's old me showed up and I just, not even old me. I wouldn't even say that's old me. It's just an instinct I've had since I was a kid. I'll ask you once. You say, no, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I get it. And that's why he's like, what do you, I, you know, dude, I, I can't deal with that. I go, I'm not asking you to deal with that. I'm telling you right now that every Monday I will record the podcast and I'll talk to you Monday night. It gives you, it, it respects your, your work schedule. It gives you two days to work on a painting. If you can, if you have the time. And it makes the show better. This is all about making the show better. And, and you know, this isn't some personal challenge or this isn't some kowtowing where I'm like, oh, I'll do your thing your way. No, man, this is a collaborative effort. And if I'm collaborating with David, then. You know, I should be able to collaborate in, with him on, on his terms in addition to mine. I can't be this this selfish motherfucker. Look, let's put it this way. I'm not famous enough yet to be some selfish motherfucker who gets to call all the shots. All right. I'd love to be just some fucking badass with four security detail guys talking into their earpieces and going, Mr. Schmidt needs a grape. Mr. Schmidt needs a grape. That would be fucking awesome. But uh, I'm not there right now at this point. So we've got... Uh, We've got me trying to reach out and and do things the right way. We've got me, and look, I'm not saying I'm, I would be a total shitbag if I had the opportunity, but who knows? <laughs> we'll see. I relish the opportunity to be a total shitbag. How great would that be if all of a sudden Twitch takes off and things great and I'm just like, hmm, I don't think so. Started wearing a crown. I need to wear a fucking crown and a robe carrying a fucking scepter. I'm the talent, motherfucker. Um, hey, that's a good name for a CD. I'm the talent, motherfucker. Maybe that works. I don't know. All right, so... So he, he, he blanched. He's like, Hey man, I, you know, I can't, I just, I can't do it. And I was like, all right, fine. And he's like, see, this is the thing I can't do. And I'm like, well, like I'm telling you that Mondays are a work day. I'm telling you, I'm making the commitment new year, new, this, uh, as cliche as it is to start over during a new year and try to do things properly and do things better. Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I like arbitrary start points and end line and, and end points and, and, uh, I, I I just I just think this is the right time. I'm ready, and and I didn't say all this shit to him, of course, because that would have bored him the tears. But I went, look, I'm just I'm telling you, I'm not. I won't beg you, and but I understand if you don't want to do it. I get it. You know, you've I've I've gone back on this promise or issue or discussion many times, and I've tried to change it back to how I wanted it to be, like a child tries to change the rules. You know, like a kid who's who's at the table and he's like, uh, well, I, I don't like peas, but I'll eat the chicken, and your mom's like, you gotta eat that meal. You're not leaving the table. You're like, all right, well, I'll eat one pea. Well, no, no, you're not gonna eat one pea. You need all your fucking peas and you eat your chicken and they'll go get a bath. Well, you know what? I don't want to eat any of it. Well, then you'll sit there until it's fucking done or you'll eat it for breakfast. Oh, okay. Cause you, any, anything that kicks the can down the road, you're just like, yeah, cool. I'll deal with this at breakfast. It's sneaky. It's a fucking way to go. Yeah. Oh, you can, you let me walk away if I need it for breakfast. Okay. Cause you know, your mom's going to fuck my mom anyway, was going to forget because she was fucking, she would get high or she'd go off and go sleep at her boyfriend's house. And I would just throw the peas away. I mean, that's how I handled my life. I didn't ever, I never had to eat the peas you know, even though I love peas, it's a bad example. Like even chili, but my mom would, always, my mom never made me eat shit. I didn't want to eat. I'm a fat kid. Fuck. I hoovered everything up. She knew the things I liked and she didn't make them. She didn't make the things I didn't like. The only time that happened was when we had chili. I didn't like chili because when I was a kid, I didn't like spicy stuff. So my mom would make chili and she'd make me hot dogs. So I just eat hot dogs. It was fucking awesome. So that's a bad analogy, but it's it, for my particular life. But I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what am I trying to say? The point is, uh, David, then he said, look, I'll, I'll try it. You know, I mean, if, if, if you think you can do it, that's fine. But I, he, and he told, he told me, I have no confidence that this will work. Basically. He said in three weeks, when you come to me with an excuse, I'm going to, I'm going to be, cause he, and I get this part of it too. You know, he can be frustrated with me. Uh, if I come to him in three weeks with an excuse, but he would be even more frustrated with himself because he fucking fell for the okie doke. And I, you know, that is the thing that drives me crazy is when I think anybody believes or when I think I, when anybody thinks I believe they're bullshit, when somebody gives me some story or some bullshit or some song and dance excuse. And, uh, look, you got that. Everybody's got a story. That's fine. You want to bullshit me? That's totally fine. But if you really think that I believe you're bullshit, then we got a problem because then you think I'm stupid and then you're trying to get over And if I can reframe what's going on with David, that's exactly, it's the exact same thing Uh, in, in, from my viewpoint, you'd have to ask him, but I mean, it's the exact same thing where, you know, David is just like, uh, you know, if I fall for this again, if I say yes, and then in three weeks you come at me with some fucking story, I'm going to fuck, you know, he's going to be, he's going to feel stupid. He's going to go, why did I fucking do this? So I owe it to him to, to make this work. I owe it to you to make this work because you get a better product. You've supported me for 11 years because the artwork is fucking unbelievable. And because when I say the artwork, I mean the show itself, the talking and the visuals and the music, all of it, the whole package. For me, I think it's unbelievable and I think you've been around and on board for it because you enjoy the entire package. And for me to just cut off a limb and not tell you why, or for me to just have a limb removed and never acknowledge it, that would suck. You'd fucking hate it. David is a partner in this fucking show and I got to respect that. And I can't just be like, well, I'm the talent and I talk when I want. Well, good. Then you don't get any artwork. Oh, man. No, you should do the artwork, too. You should do what I say, because I'm a child in a playpen and fucking change my diaper. What the fuck, man? I'm the talent. Uh, But that's not the way life works. And that's not the way our relationship works. And so I understood his hesitancy where he was just like, he's like, yeah, hesitance, right? Not hesitancy. I understood his hesitance to get involved again, Uh, because, again, if in three weeks I give him a story, he's going to be fucking furious at himself for falling for it. And that's why it's incumbent upon me to make sure that he never has to feel that way. So I said, look, man, I'm serious. This is, this is, I have outlined a plan. I have outlined a plan for my life because my life is almost over essentially. I mean, I didn't say this to him, but I mean, again, I got 24 years left. Why not spend them doing the best work of your life? Why not spend them doing all of the things, you know, you could have done. You know, there's nothing keeping me back other than myself, really, you know, the, the, I've stood in my own way for a very long time and now I'm trying to stand aside and let myself pass. And, uh, and with your help and with David's help and everybody else, you know, you guys are supportive and cool and I appreciate that, but I'm, I'm driving the bus, man. You know, you guys can tell me where to turn and where to go and all these different things, but I'm the one, if I don't step on the gas, it doesn't go anywhere. I need to step on the fucking gas. And part of stepping on the gas is having the gas to step on the fucking pedal and go. And I think David provides half the gas. David's fucking paintings, David's music, David, David being involved in the show. It's fucking great. And was I pissed? Of course I was. I was mad at him. I was like, fuck man. Why would you fucking bail? Even though I knew there's that part of me that's just like, Hey, fuck, this is your fault, dude. You know, this is your fault. Um, but there is still the person inside of me. who's like, fuck why? blah. blah, blah. and, and, but I'm, I don't verbalize that anymore. I don't vent. I don't, I don't resent. You know what I mean? I, I know that it was my fault. I can sit down and go, yeah, this is, this is me. This was me. And, uh, in this instance, this was definitely, uh, you know, I just wasn't being collaborative. If We're collaborating, fucking collaborate. Don't fucking make him do all the things that he does. And then you come in and do what you fucking want when you want. That's like, if you were in business with somebody and you got to work every day at 8am and you punched in, you were doing a fuck ton of work and they showed up at 1115 with their shirt unbuttoned and a fucking, uh, you know, a, a, and holding a pizza and like, Hey, I'm going to eat this pizza. I'll start work about one. And you're like, I've been here for fucking four hours, man. We got to get to work. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. I'm. You held on the fort, right? You did some work. I was like, you got a bunch of work done, and you know, I'll catch up. I mean, you, nobody wants to be that guy, and I've been that guy for a really long time. Uh, now, look, I always put out quality work. I always made sure the show fucking was funny. There were a couple of years there where I was, you know, doing some things I probably shouldn't have done, and I might have been not me on the air. But you guys stuck with me through it, and that's great, and I appreciate it. Um, but now, man, it's it. There's no. There's no reason not to excel. There's no reason not to step on the gas. And, uh, and I need, I need a guy to, you know, take the wheel sometimes. And David takes the wheel a lot of times. I, I think he does such great work and, and I love him. I love you guys. I love everybody. <laughs> you know, how my brain works a couple of weeks ago. This is funny. I was seeing Shannon. I see Shannon every Monday. I've seen Shannon every Monday for five years. And I credit Shannon and the visits with Shannon for making me reach this point you know, I think, uh, I think really good things have come of my relationship with her. I I think she's really helped me because I never had anybody to Sherpa me before. I mean, I've always dealt with stuff, you know, even as a kid, I raised myself. And then as I got older, even when I was with Karen, I, you know, I never really confided in her like a wife, you know what I mean? I mean, she was my friend or my partner. I loved her, but there was never any, hey, I need your help with this struggle inside me. I just acted the way I was going to act and didn't change who I was. I I never saw the the damage I was doing, you know, to, to our relationship by being selfish. I just was like, I'll live my way and we'll see what happens. We're married, whatever. And she fucking bailed, you know. And, uh, uh, you know, it, it's just I. you have to eventually take charge. So I see Shannon every week and... You know, there was a catalyst for going to see Shannon. I went to see Shannon because, you know, Jill and I, Jill broke up with me. There was a thing. It was when it was in the beginning. It's, you know, I'm not going to rehash stuff. You know, I've done these shows and I didn't want to lose her. And in my head, I went, you need to change who you are. You need to change yourself. Fundamentally, you need to figure out what's going on here because you're going to lose this woman who's the best thing you've ever had. And I remember this is 2013 or 2014, maybe 2013, um, So I went to Shannon, and uh, you know we've been through everything. She's been there, even even when I've fucking been in fights in parking lots or punched holes in fucking walls uh, in in uh, well, not a not a hole, but I you know punched a post office wall and whatever the fuck, All, all that. She's been there, and she's she and vibrating in the bank and storming around, and you know she's helped me see why that was that way. It's because there's a child in me who demands respect. There's a child in me who demands recognition. There's a child in me who demands attention. You know, one of the things I've always done is I've equated attention and sex or sex with love, you know, where, uh, you know, I just, I just want to be loved and held all the time. I I'm just a sponge for it, man, because I just haven't had enough. I don't know why. So I'm learning how to deal with that, you know, learning how to be alone, learning how to be, you know, I I was learning how to be in a relationship for a long time when, when I was in a relationship and, and trying to change who I was as a guy. And I credit Shannon with a ton of the, of the, of the work she helped me immeasurably so a couple of weeks ago you know i was uh i was working with geo on this show for a, for a really long time and geo did great things and he was very nice to me and he he worked his ass off you know he built the youtube channel and and uh you know uh it it was a relationship that i had that was uh, look i'm not going to fucking lie it was a good one but also there were there were red flags and there were warning signs that i saw uh, and I, uh, and you know, and here's another thing I always do is I both sides things, you know, I can see when I'm at fault, I can see when I've done stuff and I'll tell you, and I own shit sometimes that I shouldn't own. Um, but Gio was, he was helping me and I'd even say to him, look, I go, I got to give you some money. I got to do this. And he would just be like, dude, I just want to see you fucking succeed. He would, he would work his ass off for me, you know? And, and, and like I said, he did, he built the YouTube channel. And he was the one who was like, you got to do Twitch. And it was, he was like, you know, he had a pitch and it was an idea. And I kept fighting it because I'm like, ah, nobody wants to see me do that. Nobody wants to see me do this and all these different things. Um, But, you know, also when I'd be talking to Gio, sometimes he would, he would treat me like a fucking idiot and I didn't care for it. You know, where he'd just be like, dude, you you don't even know what you're doing. You don't even know what you're fucking talking about. And. And I'd have to say to him, I'd be like, hey, man, could you not yell at me like this? This is not a good thing. Um, but, you know, friends do that. And these sort of things happen and stuff. Well, a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, when I was starting to do the Twitch stuff, we had an incident that happened and and uh, it it fractured our working relationship. Um, I, And I didn't think it would at first. Like, I mean, he, you know, he came. It was a thing where he kind of I felt he was overreacting to something and he did it. In front of people like I I don't want to go in, you know, oh, fuck. It, I'll just tell you, I was doing a Twitch stream and on the Twitch stream, I was letting, you know, I was just learning how to do it. Me and a mod were learning how to do all this shit. So I was trying to figure out how to make the chat better or different. So I turned the chat speak on. So like if people would type something, a lady would say, like if someone went, Mike, good shot, a lady would go, Mike, good shot, like a robot. And I was like, all right, well, we'll try this. We'll see if people can type shit and it'll be fun. So I set that up and I'm playing the game and like five minutes in Geo comes into the chat room. And he's like, and I look, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't remember exactly what happened, but he was just like, why is there, why is the chat on? Why, why is the the voice on? Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. And I, you know, I, he's not talking to me. He's typing this and I'm looking at the screen and there's other people in the chat room. And I was like, Hey, I just, we're trying this. We're going to see what, if it's fun, you know, if anybody wants to do And and he just goes, turn it off or I walk. I'll never help you again. And, uh, look, (laughs) as much work as I've done and as much advancement as I've made, I'm still me. You know, I'm, I'm still, you know, there's the Kaplan was having a good time, but the Robert Conrad was like, Oh really? You, you want me to knock that battery off your fucking shoulder? So, I mean, cause I'm in a room full of people who, you know, listeners to the show and who knows if there's a stranger in there yet, it's early in the streams, but he's like, turn it off, turn it off or I fucking walk. I'll never help you again. And, uh, And so I looked at the camera and I went, all right, well, this is your choice. This is your decision. If you want to walk, go ahead. Because, you know, I come from also stand up comedy. Not not only look, I come from being a child who's like, I'm John Bender. No. Yeah. I want more detentions. Six weeks. I don't fucking care. I'm just, that's who I am. To some extent, I'm doing much better with it. However, if you do it in a public forum, uh, I'm the fucking talent. You don't get to come in and tell the fucking talent, hey, stop what you're fucking doing or I'll fucking walk. Because in my brain, I'm just like, well, fucking walk then, man. I mean, granted, we've had a because if you can't slow down and realize we have a relationship and we're getting along really well and you've done hard work for me and I've thanked you and I've sent you some money, certainly not probably all the money you deserve, but I've paid you and he's he's gotten me out of other fucking tough things. When I did episode 36, when he came to my house and tried to work on my computer, you know, I, I fucking appreciated all the shit he did for me. And I started plugging him on the show. I started talking really because I meant it. He was my friend. I spoke very highly of him because I felt that way, but at the same fucking time, if you come in, if you come in the chat room in front of fucking strangers and you start bullying me or telling me what the fuck to do, fuck you, man. Uh, that's what's in my brain, you know. You usually get the Kaplan, but then the Conrad shows up, um, and and he he was like, "Fine, I'll walk," because also I should tell you this, I come from a stand-up comedy background. And if I've got the microphone and you won't shut the fuck up, I'm going to crush you. I'm going to fucking vaporize you and leave a pile of fucking ashes, man. You don't get the last word. You don't get to fucking bully me or push me the fuck around on stage. And that comes from my background of being a neglected kid. And it comes from my background of being in standup. You fucking fight fiercely. That's a lot of Fs, but it's true. And so I wasn't going to stand down and I even said on the air, I go, I was like, Hey man, we're just trying something. We're having fun. I don't know. You know? And then when he's like, I'll fucking walk, I'll fucking walk. And then I was like, I go, dude, if you do, that's your decision. And we've worked together a long time. But if you want to fucking walk, go ahead. I go, you know, don't just fucking come in here. He's like, fine, fuck it. I'm gone. And it's funny. I think that stream is still up because I. I looked at a mod and I literally just wanted to walk away. Like I didn't want to play the game anymore. I didn't want to deal with anything because again, I went in my brain. I'm like, great. Another fucking situation. I got to deal with why the fuck, you know, and, and I know he'll tell you that I was being a dick or I was being obstinate or whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. I don't know, but don't come at me like that, especially in public. Cause I'm not going to fucking respond well so uh so i was like fuck it I, I and i and and i took my earpiece out and i looked at samad and i was like i wanted to turn the game off and honestly i never wanted to stream again i know it's fucking black and white and weirdness but in my brain i'm like i never want to fucking do this now because honestly he was a guy who was my partner he fucking suggested it he was the one who really helped me get on board and all of a sudden now i'm doing it like four days and you fucking want out because i'm doing something you don't like and you start fucking screaming at me so i i just i said fuck it in my brain and in my it was that thing where You know, I told you I did a comedy show one time where a heckler was giving me such a hard time. I walked on top of tables to the back of the room, literally walked off stage on tabletops and stood over them and, and fucking like shit on them. And then, you know, destroyed them and then literally realized, woke up, woke up out of my fucking angry fog and realized what I had done. And I turned around and there's a whole room of fucking people, a sold out comedy room looking at me going, why the fuck are you on a table? What the fuck, man? And, uh, and so I had to then, (laughs) It, it, to me, it's as funny. I had to walk back to the stage. I had to walk back to the stage on tables. Like I had walked all the way to the back of the room, man, which is only like eight tables, 10 tables. But I then had to turn around and go. All right, excuse me, pardon me, <laughs> because I became a person again. It's like whenever I talk about that that Kenny Moore with the guitar, when he smashes the dude in the fucking head and then he slides the pick in the strings, That that move sells it. He's just destroyed a guy. He hit him over the head with his guitar. It's fucking nothing but a neck. And he literally takes the pick and he slides it in the strings. It's the funniest part of the whole video well i fucking woke up and i realized oh man you're a maniac what the fuck are you doing out here so i had to literally go all right well excuse me everybody and i had to walk back across the tabletops and i didn't have the chops to make it funny because then i got on stage i started to talk and they just thought i was a maniac at that fucking point so uh so you know we do, we do this thing on the air with him and i just i fucking i go fine fucking walk dude and i, I take the earpiece out and i want to fucking quit and then in my brain i'm like don't do this don't quit You know, you're literally, this is like the third stream you've ever done. And you're going to fucking bail on this. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to throw my PlayStation out the window. I wanted to just go, I can't believe this is fucking happening. This guy who's my friend is fucking sold me out. He's yelling me in front of people and fucking white. And now he's quit. He quit in front of everybody. And now I I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do because he's been invaluable with his help. But at the same time, at some point you just got to go, fuck that. You can't talk to me like that motherfucker. Even though he was typing. (laughs) but with a room full of people or whatever the fuck i I, you if i if i back down and be like oh okay sir i'll i'll stop the stream for you sir fuck that man we'll get through this one i'm trying something and you can explain to me later why it didn't work and if he would have typed in the chat room mike here is the reason you can't do this i would have said oh okay because it's you know because i should tell you i finished the stream and i immediately texted him like four paragraphs and i'm like look there was no malice in what I did. I was trying something new. I didn't realize what the problem was. And then if you come in yelling at me, I can't fucking deal with that there. I mean, I'm, I'm on camera, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And he writes me and he's like, you don't understand. He goes, I panicked. He goes, I, he goes, I, he admitted, he goes, I freaked out because I started to hear the voice. He goes, if one person types a racial slur, Twitch will ban you forever because it was spoken out loud on your stream. He goes, they don't look at who did it. They don't look at who said it. They don't look at any of that. They blame you and they would have erased you. And I'm like, well, if you would have said that, I would have, I would have turned it off. Like I'm learning just like, you know, I, you know, understand, I don't know what's going on here. I'm trying to learn and trying to do the best thing I can. I'm just trying experiments. And he's like, yeah, but I panicked because I saw it and I just started to type. And then I'm like, well, you wouldn't fucking listen to me. And if you wouldn't fucking listen to me and I'm like, well you can't tell me I have to listen to you in that fucking way, you know? And I, and like I said, I, I, I said, please understand. I, there was no malice. I was not trying to do anything bad. And he's like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin your stream. And I'm like, dude, you didn't ruin it. But at the same time, if you come in guns blazing, I have to deal with that. And we were fine. I was like, all right, cool. This is fine. And then, uh, (laughs) the, uh, that later that night I went out to eat with a mod and I got a text from from Gio and he's like, Hey man, I'm in your Twitch and I'm making some changes. You know, I'm uh you you should do two factor authentication. I go, you know, I actually did that, I do it with my bank and stuff. And and uh he was like, Yeah, no, you know, it's great, you know, this is really going so well. He goes, Unless you once again have one of your whims and you go against my advice and you ruin your own channel by by doing something stupid. And again, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like that message. And I said, you know, could you stop bringing this up? You know, you you've apologized and that's cool and we're fine. So, uh, so I, but I mean, you know, yelling at me about this isn't going to help. He's like, I understand. He goes, I'm just letting you know that, you know, what you did was wrong. And, you know, and I'm, and I'm like, all right, you know, it's because now it's two hours later, two or three hours later. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, and we texted back and forth and, and yeah, uh, you know, I was frustrated, but you know, Ahmad and I went to dinner and they were going to, we were going to go to a movie. Uh, I think that was the night we saw, no, we were going to, oh, no, we just went to dinner. We canceled the movie cause we went to dinner instead. It was too late to see uh Bohemian Rhapsody. And so I was on the way home and you know, he sent me another text and we were talking back and forth and, uh, and then he, he typed, an, I, I, look, I'm not going to get into it, what, but he, he did it again where he yelled at me. And I said, you've really got to stop harping on this. I mean, because it's over. And I, I told you there was no malice. It was an accident, but it's over now. And I know going forward, that's not the thing. Because he's also like, you, uh, people should pay for the privilege to have their chats spoken. And that's way, he goes, that's the way you will know that people won't swear or they won't say a, you know, a racial terrible thing. And he goes, because then if they've donated and they paid, it's like a privilege. And now you can't ruin that for people because if you do it, they won't see it as special. And he explained his point And I'm like, great, I get that now. But I didn't know that at the time. And he's like, "All right, cool." And then, uh, and then he he wrote me something about whatever he he said it again. And I go, "Man, you, you got to stop here, Gio. You can't fucking keep yelling at me about this because it's not going to work out." And and he goes, and then he wrote like a, a he texts really quickly and he wrote a bunch of things. And then he wrote Q, you telling me I never had to do that work for you in five, four, three, two, one. Very insulting. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa." Cause he was like, oh, I put my life on hold for you. I've done work, all this work for you. Q, you telling me you never asked me to, blah blah. And I'm like presuming that that's what I would say. And I and I and I, he just kept writing something. And then finally, I went, I go, Gio, you need to take a breath here. I texted that. And then he wrote, uh, well, why don't I just burn it all? Why don't I just take it all down? Uh, why don't I shut down your YouTube and Twitch channels? Because he had all the passwords. He was. You know, he was working with me. It was a collaborative effort. He's like, well, why don't I just take it all down? Try to do it without me. And I wrote, go ahead. He goes, I fucking knew this. People warned me not to work with you. You do this all the time to everybody. And I just wrote, so do you. And he goes, only with only with children who step to me, boy. And it got worse from there. Uh, where I, And I looked at Ahmad, who was sitting here, and I went, um, I just lost my Twitch channel. He goes, what do you mean? I said, I just... Uh, Geo's destroying it he's taking down my YouTube and my, my Twitch channels he just literally typed what if I take it down try to do it without me and uh, Ahmad was, goes well you can't let him do that I go well I, I have no choice and, and I go and honestly Ahmad after what happened today because I was still fucking reeling from the chat room I went uh, you know what I don't give a fuck if he does honestly he'd tear it all down if I got to rebuild it myself and, and take credit for it or rebuild it with somebody else I fucking will I go but at this point I don't even want to deal with this shit and Ahmad goes you can't be like that you can't, you can't say you don't want to deal with it. This is, this is still your content. It's still your words. Yeah. He helped. And he, he put up the YouTube channel. He, he, but all he goes, he loaded your, your work into a, into a, In. into an interface. He goes, it's still your words. It's your content. And uh, I said, yeah, but you know, I don't even fucking care. He can fucking tear it down. It doesn't matter to me. And he goes, you, you know, you're making a big mistake. You know, that that's going to set you back at least a month, if not two, maybe more. And I thought about it and, you know, an old me is like, burn it the fuck down, tear it apart. Who the fuck cares? You know, this relationship's in tatters. This isn't fucking tatters. All this shit's in fucking tatters. Fine. Cause I, I'll tell you, I knew when he typed, why don't I take it all down? Try to do it without me. We were no longer working together. That was obvious. Uh, because I told him, you need to take a breath here, man. What, the shit you're typing to me is just in it, you know, and then when he, when he said only children who stepped to me, boy, it was just like, all right, I mean, you know, if this was because again, I, I'll think you know Geo's he's uh, he's an intense guy, and I, I can be a pretty intense guy, but but at the same time, I'm just like what the fuck, man. Uh, so I went, go ahead, do it, and that's why he said he's like he said everybody warned me not to work with you, and the funny part is, you know, that's language I heard from Jill. You know, everybody told me not to, that you would do this. Everybody told me, and Jill used to tell me she'd be like, "You know, if your listeners who knew who you really were, if they knew what a piece of shit you were, they wouldn't even fucking listen anymore." And I told you, she told me that listeners would write her and tell her that she was uh, too good looking for me, or that I was using her for her money, and and she told me those things. And and you know, that's that's the language of abusers, man. Don't fucking do that. So when he said everybody told me that you'd do this, and now and I was just like. Because you know, I, without getting into it, you know that goes both ways. And that's why I typed, well, he's like, "You do this all the time. I'm like, "So do you?" So I sat there and I looked at a mod, and I realized in my head, I go, you know what we've make, we've been streaming, we've been making good progress, and I mean I you know because he's feeling upset at me because I didn't do what I was told. I'm going to let all of my work be destroyed. And by work, I mean, all of my words and things be removed. Granted, he built the fucking thing. He uploaded everything. He worked his ass off. And I, and I, I fucking profusely thanked him. You know, he paid for the PlayStation. I didn't have the money. And he's like, if you get a PlayStation, you can be streaming tonight. And I'm like, dude, I don't have the money for it. He Venmo'd me 250 bucks. And, uh, and a week later I fucking Venmo'd it back. He goes, I never, I didn't want this back. I go, I don't fucking care. You're not, I'm not getting in debt to you. He bought the PlayStation camera. I'm like, dude, what do I owe you? You need to compile a list. He's like, no, you got to get on. Like, you got to, and, and, and I'm like, you don't have to do this. I can, you know, cause I, I bought all sorts of other shit that I was supposed to buy, but I, I was caught short and, and he's like here and I go buy this in red dead. And I did. And then I paid him fucking back. And I, cause I wasn't going to want, you know, this is before all the shit hit the fan. I paid him, you know, I paid him back a month ago. So you know, and I knew he was going through some shit because he had a personal thing happen. And I, I I was there for him every day. I'd wake up in the morning, I'd text him right away and go, and I I got him I checked on him because, you know, he was my friend, man. And I thought that was the case until he started, you know, when you start ordering me around, man, fuck that. So I uh I looked at him on and I was like, you're right. And so I came to my computer and I changed my Twitch password and I changed my YouTube password. And uh and I was like, all right, I, you know, I, I, I had to do it. I mean, I, and I even looked at a mod when I did it. I said, you know, I don't want to do this, dude. I just don't. I go, cause this is, I know Geo and he's upset right now, but at the same fucking time, you know, if I do this, this is it. I go, if I do this, there's, there's, even though I knew that we were not going to uh, be in a work relationship anymore, you know, the guy did a lot for me and I still wanted to be his friend. I mean, not a hanging out friend. But if you say, you know, and also look, I was fucking pissed that, you know, only children who talk back or talk back to me, boy, (laughs) I mean, whatever the fuck. Um, and so I, I'd ignored all that shit when he texted me, Look, I was done and I went and changed my passwords and I looked at, like I said, I looked at him on and I went, Hey, uh, if this happened, this is it, this is the nuclear option. Um, you know, friendship will be over. you know, the working relationship's over the second he typed, uh, that he was, he would take everything down. We were finished, but, but friendship was, oh, friendship was, I, I would still, I'd like in my head, even cause that's, and look, it's probably wrong. You know, I, 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 I stay too long in situations where it's not going well because I try to see the other side and I try to self-flagellate and take the blame a lot. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, in my mind, I'm like, well, I I could still be friends with this guy. And then, but then if you think about it, I'm like, why the fuck would I be friends with this guy? You know, he just threatened to destroy all of this fucking work. And he called me boy and said, he, you know, he would step to me and only children who talk back to me. I mean, what the fuck? And there's other shitty type that I didn't, I'm not even telling you. So I went, if I change these, it's the nuclear option. And Ahmad's like, well, it's up to you. And I said, all right, I got it because I don't want to lose this. So I changed it. That was on like Tuesday night of, of that week. And then Wednesday I did a podcast and in the podcast, I talked about streaming and I talked about Geo, and I, I credited him again. I did his plugs and I was like, he's, you know, he's the fucking coolest and he built the YouTube channel and he's helping me with Twitch. I mean, I, you know, because he did, there's no, there's no reason to, to, to lie. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be like, I'm mad. I'm disappointed the way things turned out, but I can't avoid the truth. That motherfucker helped me a lot. But you come in fucking talking shit and start ordering me what to do and telling me, you know, I'll fucking I'll bail because he did it. I'll bail. I'll never help you again. All right, go. And then say, why don't I tear it all down? Try to do it without me. All right. Well, fuck, you made your decision. So I released the show and I, and I hadn't heard from Gio. I hadn't texted him. And, and I said to him, I go, you know, I'm, I'm just disappointed. That this fucking broke this way. And he's like, well, hopefully he hears this week's show. And he hears that you still praised him and talked about him, and, and then he'll understand that you guys, you know, that, that things got out of hand, but you're still friends. I said, yeah, you know, I, I, I said, look, I'll be honest. I don't know if I want to be friends with him, but it would be nice to have a cordial relationship. And cause again, this guy did do a lot for me. So I went to bed Wednesday night and, uh, I woke up Thursday morning <laughs> and my phone had a million texts on it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look and. uh, I just, a lot of them like, it was like, are you okay? Hey, what's going on over there? Are you all right? And I'm like, well, what the fuck? I don't know what's going on. And then I scrolled on. There's a text from Gio Thursday morning and I'll read it to you. It just says, you locked me out of Twitch. You're such a pile of shit. You greedy fat loser. Go die alone. I hate you. And, uh, I've had that stitched on a throw pillow, which I'll be offering in the Joe business page of the Mike site. <laughs> uh, I read that and I went, holy fuck. And then I started to read the other texts and apparently Geo had gone on to the, uh, the website on the, onto the fan club page and written had torn me apart. I didn't get to see it, but I guess he destroyed me. And, uh, and in doing so, cause then people I'm reading, they're like, are you all right? Are you safe? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What the fuck? Why? And they're like, "No, nah, cause there was some unhinged shit on the face club page or the fan book, blah, blah, blah fan club page today, the Joker's page. And, uh, yeah, Geo was upset and like, you fucked him and you did all these things. And I'm like, I didn't even, is it up? And they're like, it's gone now. They go, maybe Mex or Adam removed it. Cause they're the other mods, but I didn't even get a chance to see it. And they said, well, maybe Gio took it down himself. But then like I said Everybody's texting Are you okay What's going on I'm like I don't know What you're talking about They go no Gio wrote some Pretty fucking Rancid shit about you And they said He mentioned Jill And I'm like What the What the fuck What They're like Yeah it's It was a long Fucking thing And, and just you know That's just That's just how it worked out it, Whatever it's gone now But it was bad are, are you safe And I'm like Yeah I'm fine I mean, What the fuck So uh, I, I checked Online And it was gone Of course and like I said I had that text from Geo And I ignored that I was just like What the fuck um, but then when they said he mentioned Jill, I'm like, why the fuck? And the only thing I could think of is, 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 you know, I, Gio is my friend. He, he was my friend. We talked, you know, not just work. I would text them all night. You know, we'd be talking about his, his dogs and, and, uh, his relationships with Adam and, you know, the cool stuff he did for them and how he, he did all the love line work. And, uh, you know, he, he, had dreams and aspirations above what he was doing. And, and I had, I would often say to him, Hey man, when the Twitch channel gets rolling, just fucking quit your gig and come here. You can produce the show. I go, we're fucking in this together. I mean, I, you know, we'll fucking do it. I, I wanted to make sure that he knew I was not going to be any of the people in the past that would use them or did those things. I and mean, I knew a lot about Gio. He was a good guy. And he had, like I said, intense guy, but he had a bunch of shit happen to him. But you know, now, now I guess I fucking know why, because he, he, he explodes when he feels cornered. And, and and I hate to make this about him. He's, he's, you know, I'm, I, but I got to tell you the story because people have been asking why I'm not doing his plugs or I'm not talking about it. And I did this same thing with Jill, where I tried to ignore shit. And it was, I told you guys, I'll always be honest with you. Um, I try to ignore shit and I, I just try to try to tap dance around it. Oh, well, I won't talk about him on the show. And, but I mean, in reality, then, then I get, I get savaged somehow. So I, uh, you know, I sat down and, and uh, I wrote him an email. I waited a day. You know, I, I wrote it Thursday night. I hung out with the mod all day and night, and then I dropped him off at his hotel. And I came home and I wrote an email. And I mean, I'm not gonna, I won't read it to you, but it was very businesslike, You know what I mean? Where I was like, "Hey, um, I tw- I changed the Twitch and YouTube passwords because you said you were going to take them down. You were gonna, you were gonna fucking destroy it. And I didn't feel that that was the way we should go. And plus, now that I know that you think I'm a fat loser who should eat shit and fucking die alone, it's pretty obvious that we weren't going to be working together anymore. Um, and I wasn't smarmy and I just, I tried to use my words impeccably. It was, you know, d- just do your best. I wasn't mean to him. I thanked him for the work that he'd done. And, and, you know, I didn't fight. I wasn't, cause there's no point in fighting. You know, I, I, I again, I'm 51. I'll be dead soon, man. I just want to be cool and try to be happy and whatever the fuck. And I'm sorry it didn't work out. And I'm sorry he felt sad or betrayed or whatever the fuck he felt, but he came at me in a way that I felt I had to defend myself and just go, what the fuck? And then he wouldn't let it drop. And, uh, and then that fucking text, I mean, how the fuck am I supposed to deal with that? You fat piece of shit loser. I hope you fucking die alone. I mean, what the, what the fuck, man? Greedy, greedy. Yeah. Okay. I sent you money when I didn't have to send you money for shit that you were doing. And then, and then whatever the fuck I can't, I can't. Um, but then I wrote this email and I was like, well, all right, well, you know, this I'm done with it now. And the next day. I woke up and there, you know, I got an email from him on, uh, he replied and, uh, you know, on your iPhone, it opens up, you can just see like the, a preview of the email, you know, not the whole thing. So it opened up and it just said, and all I saw was it said bullshit rationalizations. You know, I never would have fucking taken the channels down. And that's all I saw. And in my head, I go, I'm not going to read this email. I'm not, I mean, I, it's just poison. I can't do it. Um, because again, he's an intense guy and he's really good with words. I mean, he's, I mean, he, you know, he would write me shit and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill that guy and boil his head in fucking oil and take the skin off and make head cheese. And I'd be like, okay, buddy, well, <laughs> throttle it down a little bit. Um, shit that I've said, you know, uh, too. I say it on here, but it's like, it's funny to hear another person say it where you're like, yeah, okay, man, that's a lot of rage simmering underneath there. I mean, I, I relate. I saw, you know, I saw some of myself in geo as well. A lot of rage, a lot of being upset, a lot of, uh, and, 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 and feeling disrespected and not getting the credit for the things that you were supposed to get credit for. And that's why I wanted to make sure that he would get credit all the time. I mean, I, I all the time. So then, uh, I didn't read that email and I, you know, I got home from the gym. I went to the gym, I should say. And I, I talked to John about it. I'm like, yeah, I got a fucking mess going on. And I said, you know what? I got an email from this, this guy, cause he knows who Gio is. He knows he sees me three times a fucking week. And I explained everything that had happened cause I, I hadn't seen him. And then, uh, (laughs) I said, Hey, I got this email. I go, would you, would you take a look at it? I go, I don't want to, I don't want to know what's in it. I go, but I want somebody else to see it just so you understand why I'm disappointed and, and why, and what kind of what I'm dealing with here, why, you know, you can see what he, you know, when he went in the chat room and he, what he wrote to me. And so John read the email as I was doing fucking curls and I could see his eyebrows go up a couple of times and, uh, and he hands me the phone and he goes, uh, that's insane. I go, okay. And he goes, yeah, do not read it. I go, oh no, I'm, I won't. I go, I got enough fucking hate in my life. And he goes, no, I'm, I'm telling you right now, do not burn it, do whatever you got to do, but, uh, but do not read it. I said, I won't. And, uh, (laughs) I left the gym. I came home, I took a shower and, uh, I was going to go get a mod. And then I went online and, and I had a hunch and in my head, I was like, well, I wonder, you know, because also you know, Geo stopped supporting me on Patreon. He unfriended me. He, you know all the things that you do, and I blocked him on Facebook. You know, I just I was like, whatever. This I don't need to be getting messages telling me what a fuckhead I am, and uh, I tell myself that often enough. You know, even though I'm I'm stopping, but out of curiosity, I went I went on Twitter. And uh, he followed Jill, and she followed him back. And the only way, the only reason you do that is so you can write messages to one another. You know, you, can, you can't DM somebody unless you follow them. And uh, so he contacted Jill. I mean, and look, that's an assumption, okay? But the very fact that he would invoke her on the page and then take it down and then contact her via Twitter, follow her, you know, follow her, and then she followed him back. And I just, I, and I know why, because he knows that that would be the thing that would really hurt me the most. Uh, because again, we were friends and we would talk and I would tell him, I'd be like, Hey man, I, you know, I can't sleep because I'm thinking about my ex again. I'm trying to get over this. I'm trying to make it work. And you know, this is for the past couple years. Shit. You know, I'm still not still, I'm getting better, but I get haunted. You hear a song or you smell a smell even outside, you know, or I'm sitting out at the pool in the quiet. And I remember the time that she and I were out there at night and fucking wound up having sex at the pool. And I mean, or, or even just looking in her eyes, whatever the fuck I can't, I can't, romanticize it, but, but man, fuck what a, what a knife, not even in the gut a knife under the ribs to see that he had contacted her and she had contacted him back. And who knows? Because again, she's made up a ton of fucking shit about me. And, uh, and he probably is just writing her to say that's confirmed and, and whatever the fuck. And, and that's great. <laughs> that is great. So, uh, so I tell you that because people have been asking. They want to know the truth. They want to know what's up. And uh I uh and that's just the way that's that's what happened. So 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 Geo's no longer affiliated with the show. We don't have a working relationship any longer. We don't have any relationship any longer. And then I went to see Shannon the week after all this happened. And I'm sitting there talking to her and and uh you know, I tell her I go, "Look, this happened." And I said, "I'm just getting tired of of people walking out and saying the same things, because look, if I had done something, I would admit it. I would own it. I would, I would know. And like I said, I can own any of the shit that happened with Jill that I did, but I also refute all the things I didn't fucking do that I got accused of and all this bullshit. And I've talked about it ad nauseum, but same with, with Jill, we were, everything was fine. I mean, you know, we were going, we had some dust ups occasionally, but everything was fine until that thing in the chat room where he started fucking yelling at me. And I'm like, Dude, man, fuck! If you want, to, and he was the one, I'll walk away. Go, fucking go! And then we texted it out, and he apologized. He even and he even sent me an email. I didn't even talk about this once he he sent me uh, another email after the thing where he's like, "Hey, boy, people who talk to me like that," and I ignored him that night. There was an email from him in the morning that said, "I'm sorry." That's all it said. And then he uh, he saw that he was locked out of Twitch and stuff, and then he rep- sent me that text instead. So I I think he recognized that he was blowing up in the moment, but then he just he just fucking whatever. It doesn't matter. But I tell you, because people have been asking and I I never covered it. And so I didn't want to just, you know, this show is is, you know, I fucking like I always say, I open up a vein and I bleed all over the microphone. And if I just there is shit that I keep to myself and that there's plenty of stuff that I, you know, who knows, it might come out later. It might come out eventually. (laughs) Who the fuck knows, man? Um. But, but, I had to tell you because people have been asking, and the people who saw that thing on the Fucking Joker's page also were freaking out. They were like, "You know what the fuck's going on, man and uh and so I tell you this to tell you that, and then I went in and talked to Shannon, and I told her all this, and she's helping me out, and we're getting through it, and at the end of the fucking uh appointment, she says, "Hey, I wanted to talk to you about something. um you know I think uh I think maybe you would benefit from only coming twice a month now, like if you didn't want to come back." Uh, and, and, and I didn't hear much after that because in my brain, all I said was Shannon broke up with me (laughs) and that's because old me arrived with a fucking vengeance when Shannon is telling me that she only wants to see me twice a week. Cause I will tell you that she gave me a worksheet, uh, the previous week, something about values. And I started to talk to her about it, and I started to read it. I go, I can't answer this in this session. I go, that'll, you know, you give me something that has me wants to know about my values. I can't, I can't break it out and tell you right now in the session because honestly, I'm not sure what I have for values. I know that, you know, values are a different thing than credos and how you live your life or how you behave because these are very intricate questions about what you held dear. And I said this requires a lot more thought than me just checking a box. And we wound up having a whole session going round and round about that. But then. The next session or two sessions later, she tells me she wants to see me twice a month. And all I heard was I didn't do her work. So she wants to break up with me. And I I let her finish talking and I go, so you don't want to see me anymore. And she's like, no, that's not it. I go, no, I go, you, you're, you're telling me, you know, and, and I, cause I literally had just told her about how (laughs) Gio had left and I, and uh, you know, I, I, and David had, had walked away and, and now you're walking away. And I was like, fuck. My therapist breaks up with me. I, I mean, what the fuck now? And because then you start going, is this? Have I done shit to her? Did I do what you know? Because like I said, the David stuff I, I own, I recognize. The Geo stuff, I that that fucking happened. I didn't do that, but I I couldn't piece it together. And I and and I went, well, this is done. And she's like, no, no, I I want to see you, you know, twice a week. I'll see you in two weeks. And I go, No, nah, I I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that works. She's like, no, no, you don't. She goes, I know you. And I know your, your instinct is to walk away here. And I go, then why would you even say this to me? I've just spent 50 minutes telling you about people walking away and how I'm dealing with it. And I feel better about the fact that I'm dealing it in a good way. And you're walking away because the hurt child showed up. The kid who lives inside me, who is, uh, who, who has abandonment issues and whose dad left. And, And 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 didn't get parented and all those fucking things, man. They just rushed to the forefront. They were already there anyway, because I was I was a little raw from fucking the exchange with David and I was raw with fucking Geo and I I didn't know what to do and you know nobody wants to be called a fat piece of shit loser and people I mean that's fucking terrible, die alone. I mean I didn't want that, even though it's probably inevitable. Uh, and so I just I I went all right, cool. And she's just like, well, no, and I. And I, I look, I won't, I'll, you know, Max is going to make fun of me. Another episode where Mike cried, but I did, I, I I started to break up with Shannon, like break, break down. And I just went, I, I realized that this is because I didn't do your worksheet the way you wanted me to. And I am sorry that I let you down. You've done really good and hard work with me for five years. She goes, no, you're misinterpreting. I go, no, I go, it's, it's not a coincidence that two weeks ago you gave me a worksheet that I've not completed and I didn't get done. And I kind of fought you on and now you don't want to see me anymore. And she's like, no, I'm telling you that it's you're you mis, your misunderstanding. And I go, maybe I said, but that's, that's what I'm taking out of this is that you don't want to see me because I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And that's also a prevailing theme in my life. You know, Max walked away because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. And, and, uh, you know, this was the end of the session. She dropped this on me. If she would have done it at the beginning, we could have talked about it for fifty minutes, but I had to walk out and I, you know, I'm teared up and I'm trying to explain to her my, the way I thought. And I go, okay. And she's well, I'll see you in two weeks. And I go, yeah, I, I, maybe I smirked at her. I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I said, if, if I'm coming I, right now, I'll schedule it. But I go, if I cancel, I cancel. And, and I walked out and I was, I was fucking crushed, man. I was fucking crushed. And like I said, this happened two weeks ago and I didn't talk about it then. Uh, because, because I even said to Ahmad, I said, I go, uh, Shannon broke up with me today and he's like, what? And I go, yeah. And I explained everything and he's, he well, she didn't break up with you. And I go, yeah, but that's how I heard it. I go and on the heels of everything else that has happened this fucking week. I go, I don't fucking, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. And Ahmad, again, he's my friend and he was great and he listened and, and uh, you know, but I didn't belabor the point, but, but I was going to cancel. I wasn't going to go back. And then as I got closer, I realized, you know what, man, this is about you. Uh, if you walk away, that's you walking away from help. If you walk away, this is you walking away from something that, that has improved you. This is something that has led you to be a better person. And if you walk away, you're giving in to the instincts of the person you fixed. The old you. You can't be that. So I went, I went today and we sat down and, uh, and she's, she, I, I brought up, you know, that I probably wasn't going to come in, but I'm happy I did. And she's like, well, I want to talk to you. And she clarified her position and basically said, Hey, I'm, I'm releasing you to two weeks because, uh, she goes, and this is your process. If you want to go back to, you know, she goes, I wasn't doing it because I don't want to see you. She goes, I think you've made improvements enough. I see improvement in you to where I think you can do two weeks a month. If you feel you need to see me every week, we can talk about that and I'll be on board. I'm not, I don't want to not work with you. I think you've improved enough. I've seen great improvements in you over the course of five years. I said, well, look, we've done great work in here. She goes, I think we have two. And that's why I think you've taken what we've talked about and you've implemented it slowly, but you have. And uh, and that's why I think you're ready to, to, to go to two weeks. And I, I just... You know, I looked forward to going to talk to her so much, and then also the whole aspect of being rejected that that influenced how I had felt. But I, but I smiled at her and I said, "Yeah, you know what? You're probably right." I said, "I appreciate you thinking that that's the case." And you know, I and I apologized to her. I go, "Look, I was probably flippant when I walked out of here the last time because I felt that that I was being rejected, and so that's what you do. I I hid behind a smirk, and I hid behind probably some cutting words, and I didn't mean to do that. But I was hurt, and I lashed out. And she's like, "Well, I appreciate you saying that, but you didn't." She goes, "You responded in a way." that I would, I should have known you would have, especially regarding the subject matter we've been dealing with. And then we uh, talked and we fixed more things. And I'm excited to fix more things. And I'm excited going forward. I'm excited to be a better person in 2019 and 2020 and 2021. And I'm excited to make me my job. And I'm excited to make you my job. And I think I'm most excited of all that my friend David has decided that he will give me a chance and he will come back on and he will do artwork every week. And as a matter of fact, once I'm done talking here, I'm going to go ahead and give him a shout, even though it's a little late Monday night. Uh, but I'm proud of myself. It's week one of, of the rest of my life. You guys can get me at Mike at Mike Schmidt com. You guys can be my friend at facebook.com slash the 40 year old boy. You can follow me at twitter.com slash the 40 year old boy. I'm also at Instagram and Snapchat. Did you know that? Did you know that's where you see pictures and pictures that disappear quickly. Uh, I'm Mike four zero Y O B on there. Mike four zero Y O B on Instagram and Snapchat and also on PS4 on the PS4 network. If you want to find me and add me as a friend on there, that'd be great. Uh, so there, that's all the places you can find me. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, we have a YouTube channel you can subscribe to the uh, YouTube 40 year old boy channel. Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, I will be putting more and more Twitch clips up as time goes by, learning how to do that, getting because it's a it's a weird thing trying to stop down and get and and figure out the uh, time codes, whatever the fuck. It's 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 a thing. It's more work that I'm excited to do it. So that's uh, those are going to be put, going up for the super angry guy, Gene, happy good time twitching hour, which you can catch virtually every day on the Twitch channel, the 40-year-old-boy Twitch channel. Go and be a follower there if you could. That'd be fantastic. Uh, I'm streaming all the time. I've been doing mainly uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, but I have other games to try and play. But even better, is uh, today, Trainer John brought me like nine other games that I can stream for the PS4, and I'm excited. Some of them are with like uh, army guys, and some of them are with monsters, and, and I'm looking forward to trying all these different games because I thought Again, I'm I'm learning. So I thought you just streamed one game and they made that your specialty and everybody came and watched that. But in reality, with your channel, you're hoping people come and watch you do anything. And people do want variety. People have reached out to me. They're like, "Are you doing Red Dead again today? You doing Red Dead again today?" Uh and also once I get the Raspberry Pi up and rolling, I'll be playing retro games because that was initially the plan uh to play games from now and games from the old days and and I'm excited to do it. So uh we'll we'll see what happens, but it's it should be fun and exciting and hopefully you can become a follower on the Twitch channel, twitch.com slash the oops, twitch.tv slash the forty year old boy. Find me on there. Uh, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all these places. Twitch, PS4. Fuck, I'm all over the goddamn place. Go ahead and follow me for fuck's sake. What's wrong with you? If you if you're not following me, that's your problem because you know what? There's a million fucking places. You got a a million different opportunities. YouTube for fuck's sake. Be a follower. Uh, let's all grasp hands. We're all going to hands across. We're going to Schmidt across America. We're going to grab hands and, uh, and make a fence across this great land of ours. And nobody can red Rover through it. We're tough. We're strong. We're bonded. We're tight. Follow me at all the places I just told you about. Ryan Dirks does all the web stuff for uh, stuff, the web stuff for this show. You can find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks. Tell him he's the best for helping us out. And, uh, you know, as I've mentioned previously, I may have talked about him on this show before. Our friend David Hernandez uh, he does all of the artwork uh, and all of the music for this show, and I am very happy to have him as a friend and a collaborator. You can find him at facebook.com/slash David Mex Hernandez. Be his friend on there, please. But if you want to get an idea of the work that he does outside of this show, now look—he's done work for this show forever, and it's fucking great. But outside of this show, he has his website called ArtByDMH.com and he will uh, he's for hire he's a fucking he's a loaded brush a loaded gun for hire man get him on board and go ahead and get him to do the things you want him to do he will paint he will paint he will paint watercolors oils whatever you need for him to do he's happy to do it and take care of it for the right price of course but if you go to artbydmh.com he's done valscapes he's done guycons you can get a idea of the past work that he's done and you can check out, uh, the, you know, and also he's done so much work for the people on this show, like people who are listeners and stuff. Everybody will vouch for him. I can vouch for him. If you go to artbydmh.com, you can see a history or litany of his works. Contact him through Facebook, Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. He was very busy with the holidays, but I think maybe that holiday rush is running down. So you can possibly. Contact him through artbydmh.com, but try him at Facebook first, facebook.com slash David Hernandez. Get him on board with you and doing whatever you want him to do. If he wants to paint your dogs or paint your yard to a still life of you with Elvis, whatever the fuck you want, he can do it because he's the goddamn best. Uh, and I tell you to go to his Facebook because that's where you want to contact him. But perhaps you could go ahead and check out all of his artwork, all of his business, and it'll get you ready and excited to hire the man. If you go to artbydmh.com, that is A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H. Hey, Mr.
1: Green Jeans, don't you make yourself sick. It's not your fault, you're not a jaguar. Your fault. You're not a jack off for a day.
0: Don't consider yourself weak. Just because you never told a guy to clean up his squeak, you're years away from having any kind of issues with your prostate, and besides, you're probably, no wait, you are definitely the only guy here tonight who got worked in a coat room by his date. We have a Twitch channel. I know you know this. I've told you about it many times all last week, doing it now too, but it's going into the plugs whether you like it or not. <laughs> Even if you're furious about it, holy shit, here comes the Twitch channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash the 40-year-old boy. Go ahead and subscribe over there. If you want to be a Twitch Prime subscriber, you can do that through your Amazon Prime. Uh, when you watch streams, you can give bits. It's totally free. By the way, you can come and watch for free all you want. You don't have to be giving me stuff. It's nice of you to do that, but please don't worry about it. It's not a thing. We just want to have a community of people to go over there. If you want to uh, follow me that would be great because it lets twitch know i'm a hitter uh followers are great subscribing is cool tier one tier two tier three it's all over there on the twitch channel you get your options when you go ahead and visit but i will tell you this if you haven't been come by pop into the chat room introduce yourself say you're you I'll say hello we'll have fun it's almost like uh, if you were sitting in the room with me doing this podcast but at the same time I was getting to shoot people in the face don't you want that haven't you thought that all along for 11 years you know what this podcast is interesting this podcast is entertaining this podcast is virtually everything I could ever want in audio entertainment the only thing missing is the visual of the guy doing this podcast shooting somebody in the face and that is what you get on the twitch channel uh twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy find me over there please be my uh, be a follower Jump into a chat room, watch a stream. And as I mentioned, I have done, uh, I've done a nine hour stream, a few nine hour streams. I've done an eight hour stream. I've, uh, you know, I'll be toning that back. Sometimes I'll do those marathon streams because I'm trying to get the thing uh, up and running now and it lets new people know that I'm a part of it. But if you want to come in and join, you don't have to stay for all nine hours. Pop in for an hour, pop in for five minutes, come in, say hi, say, Hey, Mike, just wanted to check it out. How you doing? Love the show, whatever the fuck. It's a cool way to reach me in real time and uh, find me over there at Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash the 40 year old boy. I'll look for you there. You know, another way to get a hold of me through cameo, the cameo app, uh, man, they got a bunch of famous people doing these fucking things. Now, I guess, uh, Debbie Gibson's on there. And like I said, Caitlyn Jenner and Brett Favre, and I'm getting buried, man. I'm getting lost in the, in the, uh, in the, uh, what was I going to say? In the, in the wash, I'm getting caught up in the wash as all the famous people come in because again, that's my favorite part. As I've talked about before, you know, podcasting's podcasting. I do it at a desk in my apartment. Other people do it in their desks or their house or whatever the fuck. Conan O'Brien comes along, he gets a studio, he's got fucking boom mics and people and Will Ferrell and holy shit, how the fuck am I supposed to compete with that? By the sheer magnitude of my personality and by shooting guys in the face. I can do one of those. Can't be shooting guys in the face during the podcast just yet, but at the same time, same thing with the Cameo app. You go on there. Millions of famous people are charging for birthday calls, for songs, for all sorts of fun things. I'm just on there. I'm waiting for you to hire me to do anything. Go ahead and, and light me up. Tell me to go ahead and tell uh, your, your plumber that there's a clog. If you want me to tell your brother that he's the best. If you want me to tell your sister that you'd love to give her away at her wedding, whatever the fuck you want to do. If you want me to tell your mom uh, that you, you've bought her some new shoes, whatever, I will say whatever you want me to say, uh, barring uh, you know, no nothing racist or stupid. I got the stupid handle on my own on this show, and the race isn't happening. So if you think about me, go to the Cameo app, download it to your phone, find me, Mike Schmidt, and hire me to do whatever the fuck you want me to do, and I'll record a fun message for you and everybody you want me to go ahead and record it for. I mean, you got to pay for each individual one. Please don't think you'll get away with just hiring me to do something and then not paying me because ah, I'm not that kind of fella, even though I just told you to go watch me free on Twitch for nine hours. <laughs> I'm giving it away for free on Twitch. Why would I give it away for free on Cameo? God damn it. Find me there and I'm in a fucking yawn. Fuck. Woo. Not a good way to start your week on a Monday. Just fucking yawning into a microphone. So Cameo me, download the app, hire me to do cool stuff. Thank you. Who wants to be a sponsor of this show? Is it You? Is it you? I don't care who says they want to be a sponsor. They get to contact me to do so. Uh, but what I care about is the people who do contact me and they become sponsors like our great friend, Fearful Jesuit, host of the Paranoid Strain podcast. Paranoid Strain podcast is a sponsor of this show, a loving sponsor, a loyal sponsor, and a sponsor that I will always stand by, not only because they're giving me money, but also because their show and their product is so fucking amazing. Go download the Parastrain, Paranoid Strain podcast in the iTunes store right now. Please do that uh, and give it a listen. and You're going to love it. And then you can go ahead and write in the uh, fucking you. I, I always got a hiccup there. Fuck. Why am I yawning? God damn it. I apologize. See, a professional person would cut those out, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not that. I want to share all of my yawns with you. Um, Paranoid Strain podcast is available in the iTunes store. Download it there. Listen to it. Leave them a review in the iTunes store saying you found them through us. Mention me, mention them, write him a personal note at paranoidstrain at gmail.com. Now you're saying who's this person I'm writing fearful Jesuit host of the paranoid strain podcast right now. You can get their flat earth episode. That is what is in there lurking, but subscribe. There's always new content coming down the pike. Uh, I know what his next topic is, but I don't want to give it away but it's going to be fantastic. I know it's going to be amazing. Uh, It's one a lot of people have probably been waiting to hear, quite frankly. So go ahead and get in there on the ground floor right now with the Paranoid Strain podcast. Fearful Jesuits, the host, Dana, his loyal sidekick. And uh, go listen to them talk about the flat earth and download all the other past episodes. By the time you're all caught up, the new one will be out and we'll all be reveling in it. Enjoy it. Paranoid Strain. Go ahead and write them a note. Give them a review. Tell them you heard about them uh, through us and they'll uh, think that we're the best and uh, you'll think that they're the best because they are. They're fucking fantastic. Uh, who wants to be an Uber driver? Who wants to be a Lyft driver? Who wants to be an Uber and a Lyft driver? All of those things are possible. All things are possible. Says Kevin Garnett. Uh, life is amazing. Whatever he screamed. Uh, but if you want to be a Lyft driver, use my code, please. When you sign up, that's Mike seven, two double That's Mike seven, two double all caps. M I K E seven, two become a Lyft driver. And if you're taking your first Lyft ride, use that code as well for some money off and getting me a little spiff. If you want to be an Uber driver, now this is not all caps. This is all lowercase. DJZW1YTTUE. That's DJZW, the number one, YTTUE, all lowercase, except that one. Go ahead and make that uh, capitalized. DJZW1YTTUE. Become an Uber driver and sign up using my code. If you're a first-time rider on Uber as well, use that code. You get a little, a couple of bucks off or whatever the fuck. And again, I get a spiff. And it's all about the spiffs, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? It's about the spiffs. It's also about the skiffs. I need to get me a boat that just go ahead and glide on top of the road. Or not the road, the, the lake, the river, the swamp, the bayou. I guarantee you like that skiff. I'll get a spiff in your skiff. And then I'll smoke a spliff. What if we smoked a spliff in our skiff while we were getting some sort of spiff? How great would that be? Uh, <laughs> you'll be miffed. You'd be miffed. I'll tell you what. If we smoked a spliff in our skiff, you'd be miffed if you missed it. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, So please go ahead and sign up for me on Uber and Lyft. If you're going to drive, use my code. I'd love it very much. It would help me out and help you out because then they know that you're being uh, recommended by a driver with 4.92 stars. Oh, that's right. 4.92 stars. (laughs) Go to MikeShopinComedy.com. There's a page there called Joe Business. If you go ahead and search through there, and you try to buy things, you'll find them there. Whatever you want to go ahead and spend money on, it's there. We've got uh, live downloads, we've got CDs, we've got other stuff lurking there on the page. Go ahead and find it there at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the Joe Business page. The most important thing on there right now, however, well, I mean, my merch is always important, but I think uh, I think a lot of you have already purchased it, so I just want to I leave it up there just in case. A new person wanders in because, again, with the Twitch channel, new people are going ahead to check out the website all the time. But I will tell you this, folks. If you go and check the Amazon link on the Joe Business page, click that. You're in Amazon. You're shopping anyway. And we get money. They get money. You get stuff. It works out perfectly for everybody involved. You were buying stuff from Amazon anyway, right? And, uh, and Jeff Bezos, uh, loving father, beautiful husband. I don't know if he has kids or a wife. I have no idea how he handles his business. I just know he's the guy who has Amazon. He's a cruel, cruel multi-billionaire who will probably put you to death if you go ahead and cross him. But at the same time, why wouldn't you want to buy some unpopped popcorn kernels from him via Oral Redenbacher and give him the money and give me a fucking bonus credit? I love it. I love being in the Bezos business. So please use our link on the Joe Business Cage, uh, cage play page. Click on it, please. Go to uh, the Amazon store, shop around. We get money, they get money, you get stuff. It works out perfectly for all of us. The Amazon link is located, like I said, MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Go to the Joe Business page. You'll see the Amazon link. Click it. It costs you five seconds of your time. Then you're in there shopping anyway. And then, like I said, it doesn't cost you anything extra. This is all free. Twitch is free. That is free. If you want to give me money for that, that's cool. Like if you wanted to become a patron at Patreon, that exists. You can go ahead and become a patron over there right now. Well, New people have just joined. I mentioned last week that I wanted to try to get over a certain goal amount. I am over a certain goal amount. So now I can start looking for cities to perform in. Uh, some people recommended, uh, you know, I've, I've not heard specifically from anybody who donated. I mean, uh, you know, Tanya who donated, she's in Canada, so she knows I'm coming up there. Our buddy Matt Henshaw bumped his donation up a month, every, every month. That's fucking cool as hell. Uh, I think he'd want me to come to the Midwest, but he came to Cincinnati to see me last year. Now here's, let's welcome this person, Ernie Cooper. New listener, new subscriber, new patron at Patreon, Ernie Cooper has jumped on board, and I can't thank him enough. Thank you, Ernie Cooper, for becoming the newest person on Patreon, helping me go over my goal. And Ernie Cooper, if you wanted to tell me what city I should book a show in, you can go ahead and do that. Contact me via the uh, Patreon message board page, I think, or contact me at at com. Or if you're just chilling out and helping the show, that's cool, too. I appreciate it very much. Uh, There are people who have written me with other cities. I'm looking into those right now. I will start scheduling live stuff. I want to go out. I want to see you. I told you last week things are changing man the times they are a changing you know why uh, because the vandals took the handles <laughs> uh a little bob dylan and a couple of couplet there was it two different songs not the same song all right folks so yeah go to go to mike go to the amazon link uh thank you for becoming a patreon patron. all of that stuff exists i appreciate that and i'm, I'm by the way you're uh, we, we talked about doing this on monday Uh, There's a reason I did the show on Monday this week and I'm doing it on Mondays going forward, but especially this week. Why I did it on Monday? You're probably thinking, well, again, Mike, you explained it earlier in the show. Well, I'm telling you now. uh, I also felt that I had to get this out because tomorrow night, I believe our president is giving an address and he is going to use eminent domain and steal. he, He might he's going to have a national emergency and steal the southern border of the country. At least he's threatening to do that. I don't think he gets a chance. Uh, I don't know if Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer will be able to stop him. I, again, this whole thing is just a fucking Avengers comic book. Now it's just them. He's stealing the country and they're trying to fight him off. They're all, everybody's a bag of shit. We know that, right? Um, but, but I wanted to do this podcast before he seized the airwaves. As I've mentioned, Conan has a podcast. All these famous, famous people have podcasts now. I, Trump, why does Trump not have a podcast, right? Don't you think that that would be the thing he would do for his fucking ego? He would walk in, they'd record him, they'd go ahead and put it out there. He's already using fucking Twitter. I'm surprised the guy doesn't have an Instagram from the fucking Rose Garden. I guess he does kind of have a podcast. He does those live things from the fucking Rose Garden where he just stands there and he talks because he thinks he's an effective communicator and he's really just a fucking windbag. But now he's seizing the airwaves. He's going to declare a national emergency. And people are like, here's my favorite part. He's like, yeah, I think we should declare a national emergency and seize the southern border and close it and build a wall. And there are actually people who are like. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing to do. Let's go ahead and close out the bottom of the country by stealing it from anybody who owns it and building a fucking wall. To to do what? to keep who out you fucking lumphead. I just don't fucking get it and that's right I could have said lunkhead, but I call him lumphead because a lunk at least has some definition a lump is just a shapeless mass and that's what he's sporting his hair his fucking skull and I know I'm not gonna get political on this fucking show and sometimes I throw you guys off and I'm not whatever the fuck I'm not casting aspersions on any of you but that guy is a fucking whiff what a pillowcase I'm gonna steal the bottom of the country and I'm gonna turn it into a what a swinging saloon door a fucking tavern corner? I mean, throne if you're not gonna suck a dick.